What up, people? Uh, thank you for downloading the podcast again. It's been... It's, has it been a while since? It's been a minute since I've done one of these, isn't it? It's like it's little diatribes before the podcast. Um, I just thought I'd check in and explain this one a little bit. Um, as you know, I am. Am I a semi-permanent like panelist now for Alien Addicts? Probably. I enjoy doing them. Um, and Ollie rang rang me up the other day. I said, "Do you fancy doing a show?" I said, "What about?" He said, well, I want to do a show where we talk about what aliens could be if they're not aliens. He said, I want to do an alien show about aliens, but they're not aliens. Um, and, you know, I've, I, I've, I have my views on uh, certain things and the way the world works. And uh, I'm absolutely willing to fuck with the fact that we have... Uh, interdimensional entities say and if I'm willing to fuck with that I'm willing to fuck with the fact that they might be malevolent too crazy stuff I know we're going to get fucking weird aren't we that's what we're here for Um, so the other one I think I wanted to point out uh, on this show um, I know Rich comes in later on Rich Gargano who if you listen to any of those shows you will know about Um, obviously there's me and Ollie but there's a guy called Dave on it as well now, you won't see this because it's an audio thing, but Dave always blanks his um, screen out so we can't can't see his face. Um, I would just like to give him my, for what it's worth, like nod of approval. I've spoke to this guy outside the podcasts, not in real life, but outside um, the uh, of live recording, should we, should we say, or live broadcast, and... There's reasons why we keep his identity secret. Um, and for what my word is, I think the guy's legit as fuck. And I, I I wouldn't jump on to do this if I didn't think he was legit as fuck. Um, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't make something up I didn't believe just to like make my podcast seem a little bit more interesting or relevant. So that's I just I just wanted to do that because I'm I'm not gonna lie. The first podcast I did, where 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 he was on it and like he had his screen blanked out and stuff like that, I was think I, I enjoyed speaking to him, but I was thinking like, is that for a bit of like dramatic effect or something like that? But then we spoke after the show and like, no, there's reasons. There's reasons why he wants to keep his identity secret. Um, and for what it's worth, I just wanted to tell you that. I think it's on the level. Um, so yeah, thoroughly enjoyed this show. Always a good one. Um, I just love talking about this sort of stuff. I hope you enjoy listening to it. Uh, I'm going to get Dave on the podcast um, because as you're going to hear the, the way we have to bounce around certain things um, and sometimes just throw things in just to scare Ollie. Um, uh, he, I mean, Ollie's got a really popular YouTube channel. You know, he doesn't make big money on it. It's, it's not about that, but he's he has definitely carved himself a tiny section of youtube out he has some very very devoted listeners that help support him through super chats and stuff like that um, he has a really good community of which i am very thankful to be part of um and it, there's certain things you can't say on youtube there's certain conversations you can't have on youtube 
because you will lose your channel or you'll or your content will get put down and then you'll get a community guideline strike i have a community guideline strike for uh, most of the audio stuff i did and that's when i stopped taking risk risks on youtube because i'm still you know i only have like 250 i think it is subscribers on youtube but it's still nice to know that it's it's there in case i decide to start using it so i keep the the risky stuff for podcasts and i think if dave comes on one of my podcasts he'll either be must it will probably be musty audio to be honest i'll probably do like a separate musty audio interview or he'll join me on this is cheaper than therapy either show i think would fit him and i think we could have a freer conversation i might even do it me him and ollie um as a separate show so we can have the conversation that we can't have on youtube i think that might be fun um otherwise i hope you enjoy this podcast the podcast i thoroughly enjoyed it it's a nice longy if you if you're stuck at work all day and you just want to listen to some people have like uh out there conversation about things that most people don't talk about then this is the show for you thanks very much see you later guys bye bye Listening to Musk Audio. Good evening, folks. Welcome to Alien Addicts on this fine and sexually energized evening. And what would it be without the sexual energizer himself? Lee Stevens. From Mussy Audio, my friend, my bald-headed friend. That is quite an introduction, Ollie. Quite well, the introduction, even for yourself. You know, I just, thought, I just thought, you know, I'm getting a little bit more daring with YouTube these days. I far can use the word sexual. Well, just... I feel like you won't use the word luxurious for me anymore because I've not got hair. If I'm honest. Yeah, well, you see, my mate said you always say the same thing every time. And he, he just said, why don't you change it up a little bit, you know, just... So I thought, you know what, I'm going to do that. So I think every show is going to be something different. Mm. I look ex- I look extra pale today. I think it's next to you. Mm. I, think, I think because you get out a little bit more than I do, you know. I just I mean, look like I've got really high blood pressure. I need a better camera. No, you're looking well, mate. I, I look like I'm dying today. I think well, I've got me. I look, I look I like I, put, I, look, I look like I do go through makeup before it comes I in. Come my in lights here. are a little nobody, bit high. Nobody has lips this red. Do you put makeup on before a show? Absolutely not. No, no. Sometimes, no. sometimes I don't wash before I leave the house. I'm not going to put fucking makeup on for a YouTube program. No. no. Well, a YouTube we, program. Okay, this boomer. Is a YouTube, YouTube program. It's a well, live it, stream. It, it, well, it is a program. It's all there to program you, even me. <laughs> oh. uh, I'm, I, we, we've we've got a, a, a kind an earlier show than usual. We used to do an, an I, I say we, yeah, it is a we. It's a it's a alien addicts now. A uh, what's the words I'm looking for? Like? It's a community affair, isn't it? It is a community affair I like that, <laughs> and it it's um it's going to be an interesting one because we, we've got we're going to have. Uh, uh, Rich from Goof on joining us in about an hour. We do Thanks. have David, uh, who, if anybody hasn't seen him on the show before, is the guy that's always blurred out that has 
uh, he, he's really made me dabble into in the, the paranormal and the whole demon aspect and uh, fifth dimensional beings more than anybody. Um, he is in the the bottom here. He's just preparing, um, sorting some stuff out, and he will be joining us. Um, but how's your week been, mate? You know, without the madness in the world, how in general? Um, you still here? You still alive? Still here? Still, still here? Um, still allowed to leave my house at the minute, so good. It, it's a bonus every day. And how's the the bald head keeping? Yeah, it's it's fuzzy. It's growing back at an exponential rate. Right. But it doesn't matter if it, if it grows a little bit. It's fine. You know. Oh, just felt, yeah. But yeah, I, I'm liking it. My it's wife's my, liking it. You've had so many good, nice comments about your bald head. It was nice. I read those nice comments. It was good. Um, someone, oh, see, someone just put up there saying, Lee looks hard as fuck with a skinhead. I'll take that as a compliment. Who said that? Uh, Gob. God, that's the best name ever. Gob, where are you? Where are you? I hate where for art thou, what, Gob? Lee, I wish you could bring the comments up because I'm shit at it. <laughs> How far's Gob up? Where, where's Gob? Just below the nose. Don't worry, folks. We are going to get onto the aliens versus demons thing. Gob, I found Gob. Gob, I, I found I found your laughing face, Gob. But I can't find <laughs> the comment. He's about he's about five up from the laughy face. See, uh, this is this is the I was telling Jennifer this. Uh, who's a good friend who's who's in the chat, Jennifer. Uh, I there's a problem with Streamyard. I when when you're on YouTube, which I can see it on YouTube here. Why can't I see it on Streamyard? Uh, ch- I I pop the I pop a chat up so I can read what's going on. Keep an eye on it. There I'm you go. News. We'll, we'll, all of you. We'll just put. Go, I can find you. Gob laughing at you, but that's about it. There you go. Yeah, I'm with you, Gob. Gob. <laughs> Does that stand for something, Gob? I don't know. It does, you know. It does. So, Lee, you you've since you've come on the channel, you've always kind of said to me. You know, I don't quite know if it's uh, little green men in flying saucers. Yeah, it's changed fucking massively. Like, I remember. When did it uh, change for you? Well, what is it? What are we looking at? Two years ago? Is it two years ago you came with the audio? Oh, sorry, Lee. I have to interrupt. It's goob. Well, then put it's... more O's in it, you muppet. <laughs> put some more O's in, go- go- goob. Goob. <laughs> See now he has morrows. It's he's understandable. Go yeah. on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That was well, that was Goob's fault. How long? Um, how long ago did I get in touch with you? And you came graciously onto my podcast. Oh, that was before um, the madness in the world. Oh, it was well before that. Was well, it? Was it? Was it before had the madness just started to tickle you? No, no. The, I don't even think the madness had began to tickle you because you came on a couple of times, didn't you? You came on the podcast a couple of times, and I came on your show after that. Um, I think when I, the first time I came on Alien Addict, uh, the madness was just dribbling across Europe. Um, so yeah, so you must be talking about maybe three three years ago uh, when you came on. And like when I when I asked you to come on, it was probably at the beginning of the Rogan affair with 
you know starting to get get like people on because i yeah. think when you it was round about that time where you predicted bob lazar would go into rogan wasn't it mm-hmm. and uh yeah like i um and travis i predicted travis as well yeah and travis um, and, and lou i'm waiting for that to happen it will so i don't i don't know you know maybe it i won't. think maybe it will maybe that i think lou is um especially if no if no one else has watched that um go after this don't go now go and watch um tim cast irl the his last podcast because he had joe rogan alex jones oh, yes madness uh, michael malice on as well and uh, blair white white too which is, she's quite interesting but um the he's too anti anti-government now really rogan i think and yeah, lou is he's, he's gone rogue yeah he has gone rogue uh, I almost believe that maybe the only chance we have is if there's enough Rogans and Tim Pools in the world. You know, enough enough people that can't be got rid of so easily. Yeah. Enough of those make enough noise. That's the only hope I think we have. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, I was, I was, st- I was still fully on board, fully on board when we first spoke about UFOs and aliens and. Um, I'm not even convinced aliens exist anymore. Yeah, you know, like I'd have, I, I, I've never been daft enough with any conspiracy theories. Two conspiracies I will take to the bank. Um, mm. JFK was assassinated, and I don't believe the video of what we see of the moon landings is real. I would take those to the bank a- any day of the week. Everything else, I've always been pretty malleable with, but. It, there's just something. There's something about it now. There's something about the the narrative of UFOs that doesn't seem to fit. And the is it, I don't think the idea of them being uh, uh, interdimensional or uh, like demons. I don't think they have to be mutually exclusive. You know, if you if you think of if you if you think of Earth and if if there is somewhere where malevolent creatures dwell, then you would have to look at that as a different. If if they don't live on the same, for want of a better word, plane of existence we live on, um, you would have to think that they live something somewhere else, like just on top of us, next to us, whichever way you want to work it, which would be essentially a parallel dimension wouldn't it uh so i i think interdimensional and demons is a is a, ma- a massive possibility with these things and i think people know it as well i think people know it and i i would go as far to say as if <sighs> i why do we find it so hard to believe yeah that if you were to turn around to me and say that you were a devout Christian, yeah, mm-hmm. and that you went to um, you went to church every Sunday, I would think to myself, "Oh well, yeah. I mean, it's not for me, but Ollie loves Jesus. It's fine. Why is it so ridiculed if someone was to turn around and say that they worship the antithesis of that?" 
why does it feel ridiculous to think that the the idea that if so many people out there are like god loving jesus loving christians why is it so hard to believe that there could be another sect out there that worships satan i've got you david david's waving down the is that i think david's ready david i'm bringing you up um david you're on So don't reveal yourself. <sighs> Hi. Hi. Did you hear what uh, Lee said there, David? No, no, sorry. I just David, welcome to the channel, my friend. It's a pleasure as always. Thank you. You mysterious man, you. <laughs> yeah. No, what did I, what did I miss? Sorry about that. I just got done running up flights of stairs. So we were just talking about how um, the idea that Whatever UFOs might be or aliens might be, you know, the the idea of them being sort of demonic or interdimensional doesn't have to be mutually exclusive because essentially if we've got a, if there's like this place where nefarious entities exist, then it would, for, for, for our like ways of explaining things, you'd be talking essentially about a different dimension. Um. But what I was saying to Ollie before was, is why is it so hard for uh, for people to accept? Like you, you might be a devout Christian that goes to church every Sunday. Yeah, if we if we say, oh well, there might be people that are worshiping a completely separate religion that worship the antithesis of that, but it's so easily ridiculed, and even saying it sounds stupid. And I can only think that's by design. You know, the whole, the idea of the greatest trick the devil ever uh, did was making the world think he didn't exist. Feels like that. Maybe. I mean, I think people operate in normalcy bias. So what I do to make money, I kind of see that a lot. People think like it can never happen or it never would happen. Even if it happens to someone they know. They still think, well, I mean, that was them. That's not me. I'm special. Everybody thinks they're special. Um, and I operate in that. I mean, I, I just got out of a, I have a regular meeting on Tuesdays with fairly influential people in my area. And uh, we were talking about some current events. And for a while now, they'd been holding out that oh, that's not real. That's not happened. I mean, these are medical doctors and stuff. And one of my friends provided them with some evidence and they all had to relent. I mean, the only reason they went with certain things is because they believed in the power of authority and this would never happen because X, Y, Z, and it never has, and it never would. And I don't believe that people just slip into normality. See bias, man, people see amazing things. They'll immediately discount it because, you know, same thing like danger. People go to incredibly dangerous places in the world thinking, Oh, I'm on vacation. I'm going to be fine. Everything's, you're not going to be fine. Like this is dumb. You're doing a dumb thing. Just people, man people people put their own blinders on i don't think you need a conspiracy for that really mm-hmm. i think there probably is some kind of it but because i like a good conspiracy but <laughs> <laughs> yeah people and, and as far as what's that though you when i first met you on the show you know you you, you were talking to me about and you you, you showed me that, well, there's pictures of on the first interview that I had with you where you're next to Travis Walton, uh, Ray Hernandez. You, yeah. put, you put me on to Ray Hernandez, who is coming back on the show in December. Um, 
But you said you were searching for something and, and it was what made you go from doing, um, I mean, I, well, it's out on the first interview, but d- doing things like exorcisms and uh, looking into the paranormal and helping people out with that. Yeah, that, that to, isn't like to a, searching, I, to searching. I didn't so much UFO, go into that for like training. What's that? To say, yeah, but what? why did you turn to UFOs? Uh I just kind of felt like, I, I felt like I just kind of exhausted one avenue. And I, I know, uh, again, the nature of kind of what I do is I believe you should think outside the box, right? You hit a problem, you keep attacking it from the same way. If it's not budging, then what are you doing? Change your tactics, move, you know, if you can anticipate move, <laughs> if you're not winning, move, retreat, regroup, you're a religious um, man, though, aren't you? But, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, well, I think religious is a, ac- I don't know if that's accurate, but uh, I'm a deeply spiritual dude, and I guess a lot of people would define that as deeply religious, yeah. Do, do you think, and this, this, this question is for you as well, Lee, all these, um, I, I don't see many UFO channels doing it, and I think they're scared to do it. I think they're scared to look at the whole the scared to go back thousands and thousands of years and look at the scriptures and look at the beliefs that these people had of maybe these things were actually, I mean, if you actually think about it and look at it, it only seems to be ancient aliens that have put this whole thing into everybody's heads. People might laugh at that and go, Oh, ancient aliens, you know, it's a big joke, but that's kind of what, that's the majority of the audience that believes this now that, these things have come from space. They visited people, our people here, and we believed that they were gods. Do you, do you think that that is almost what we're supposed to think? Like it's almost been, it's been put out there for us. Like it's a cultivated narrative. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that. I mean, I'm, I'm deeply distrustful of <laughs> every. Everything um, for good reason. If you just look at the world now, but um, yeah, I mean, any, anything that's put together that cleanly and pushed it, anything that is moved almost like modernized in commercials that a buck can be made. I immediately distrust. It doesn't make sense. Cause like, what is the old joke? If voting really mattered, they wouldn't let you do it. So if there was real truth in what they're saying, maybe there is, you know, a half lie is the best lie. Uh, they, you know, they teach that in places and things that uh, you don't just lie to someone, you give them a half lie. It's it's the best. It allows you to say it convincingly and still be able to distort, manipulate, and get upper hand in the in whatever it is you're doing. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I'm deeply distrustful. I agree. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, the, there must be a reason why that terrible show continues on. I mean, realistically, Ancient Aliens, all it was was uh, – a TV, uh, like a series to essentially plagiarize Von Daniken's book, wasn't it? Was it The Chariot of the Gods? And they've managed to have spun that single idea out for, what, 20-odd seasons now. Um, I, I think the same goes for um, like people in the sort of conspiracy community of why they're allowed to do, th- do things to, you know, the uh, when you think of, People like David Icke and Alex Jones. I think Alex Jones now, probably to a to a lesser extent, because 
for so, so, somehow, even even um, after after all, after his deplatforming and his sort of reemergence, he feels slightly more credible now. Maybe he he loses his temper and looks funny sometimes, but sometimes he speaks sense. But the, the likes of David Icke, I believe they're allowed to just continue saying what they're saying, even if sometimes they're speaking like absolute facts because they look ridiculous while they're doing it. And it makes it it makes it harder to have the discussion if you've got someone like David Icke that looks like everybody's bank manager um, that used to be an ex-footballer that told everybody he was Jesus on a on a TV program wearing a turquoise tracksuit that instantly discredits anything the, the minute you have some sort of alternative opinion. Did he say he was Jesus? Yes, yes, he did. Did he actually say those words? I am Jesus. In, maybe not. Maybe not verbatim. But, but hypothetically speaking, he, he said he was, was Jesus. He wasn't just in the garden. He was in the kitchen of that house. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you're not oh, but you're not into the reptilians, Lee. I've I've all bets are off. All bets are off now. Like over the last two years, I haven't got a fucking clue. It it could be interdimensional lizard people that have run in the world that have convinced us the world's a fucking globe when it's actually like a teardrop shape on the end of a turtle's cock. I um, <laughs> I don't know what is real anymore. Maybe, maybe that's psychosis. Who knows? <laughs> um, it, it's almost, it's almost like now. Well, no, it's, it's not, there's no almost about it. It is what it is. I mean, you, you, we are given uh, the media that we're allowed to watch, and you, you guys know I'm very careful about what I say on this show, only out mm-hmm. of the actual fear of the the, the YT god uh, mm-hmm. that looks down on the channel. Um, otherwise, I go all uh, guns blazing, but I I do think it's mass massively controlled and i and i've seen this on my past two shows because i have to ask youtube for permission now to monetize a video which i didn't used to do i literally have to send uh, a like request to view the channel to see if everything that i've said is you know pc uh, i'm sure it's just a robot that just goes through it but <laughs> unless some poor bastard at youtube has to watch an entire three-hour show of alien addicts <laughs> Probably a good fans actually, but yeah, I, I do think that what goes out is what we're meant to hear, what we're meant to see. But when it comes to this this alien subject, and I know the title people is a little bit, it's a little bit clickbaity, I suppose, because I I don't actually know what it is. I don't think any of us can give you the answer to what it is. But I'm kind of more in in inclined to say that it's not aliens what we're looking at and it might be something that is that's been around for a very very long time because nobody can show me evidence good evidence of flying saucers and aliens you know i I haven't seen it but i've seen very strange things happen in my my life personally i know david you have and lee me and you have had conversations about personal things that that, that go on. I know everybody in the chat, something will have happened that they just can't explain. But they may have just seen a light in the sky. 
Jennifer, yeah. thank you very much for the super chat. What have we here? Lee, he's, Lee, help me out here. My eyeballs. Lee said, look at the, uh, he said, if you look at the interview, all people are children of Jesus. I watched it tonight, funny enough. Uh, oh, right. I, I can't remember it, to be perfectly honest. I remember watching. I've watched it a few times, but yeah, it was a strange interview. Strange interview for him. Which interview is this? This was the first one after he, well, when he stopped being a, a BBC sports presenter. And, oh, um, oh, oh, Ike. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Is that right? Okay. I, I mean, he's. I I went on a bit of an Ike trip for for a while about two years ago, where I I was binge watching a lot of his older stuff, and I'm thinking some of the stuff that that guy says says about the world makes sense. You know, it's a very very odd place but then i then saw an interview where it was an, with a comedian and he's and he and he was talking about all the banks being corrupt this that and the other and then the 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 guy just said to me so tell us about them lizard people and david literally shit himself and it was like he didn't want to discuss that because he's tra- he would, it, if you've noticed recently he's tried to come away from that mm. so I would rather him say, you know what, I may have been wrong about the lizard people, or I don't like to talk about that now because people just laugh at me. I I like a bit of honesty from him, but he doesn't speak about that anymore. It's all very political when it comes Mm. to Ike. He's quite quiet, to be perfectly honest now. Yeah, very quiet. Maybe Maybe they killed him. Yeah, but it's his son more than anything now, isn't it? Oh, is it? I didn't. Yeah, know. yeah. His so they've got that. The, the branding's fucking amazing, isn't it? It's his. Um, he's got like his own Infowars type thing where you subscribe and you can watch. I don't. I don't think you can watch it free to view, but it's called Iconic. Oh, that's good. I like yeah. it. Yeah, I like it. I, I don't. I don't know where I am with David Ike. You know, I think sometimes he speaks some, some, some actual common sense about the world we live in but then sometimes i think the guy's just playing bonkers yeah no i I totally agree i totally agree but but that's what you're going to get aren't you when you when you're fucking with these sort of subjects you you're going to get some craziness amongst everything even this show well definitely 100 if you're talking about aliens and ufos there's always going to be craziness mate always but 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 the it, it doesn't it doesn't take it doesn't make it any less. It doesn't make it any less interesting. It's no, always going to be interesting. Obviously not. But it's not good if you talk. If you talk for you know, a three hours just about cobs wallop. <laughs> <laughs> but right. Well, what do you think? What do I think? Yeah. Where are you on uh, aliens now? Um, I don't think you should be alien addict anymore. I think you should be like no, alien, alien in recovery. Do you know? <laughs> yeah, I um, it's the oddities in my life, and it's it's mainly from seeing and people. Your think wife, Molly. That's not very nice. It's, 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 it's my wife. I, you know this about me. I see the number thirty-three all the time, mm-hmm. but now it's it's. I laugh at it. It's literally happens that much now that I just, I just, I, I literally, I'll see it and I'll go, what the fuck do you want? What do you actually want from me? You know, I spoke to 
uh, Ryan, um, the the guy that's been uh, supposedly interviewed, Wade, um, An- Angelie's guy. I'm not going to get onto that, people. Don't worry. We're not doing an Angelie thing. But when I first spoke to him, he asked me why I did YouTube and why I'm still interested in the subject. And I said, you know, I... I, I don't know. You know, it started out as a hobby and now I, I'm just really interested in the subject. You know, I, I'm, and maybe one day I can turn it into a career. I don't know, but I feel like I'm supposed to do this. And he said, there must be more to it than that. And, and he was asking me about monetize, monetization, you know, how I make money on it, this, that, and the other. And I said, well, you know what? It's not much money. Welcome, Rich. He's gone. Yeah. <laughs> it's because he saw your headly shit himself. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, he was asking me why I basically do this. And, and it was a long-winded conversation, just like this answer that I'm giving you. But I just turned around to him and said, look, I, I don't know what any of it is. I, I don't know if it's alien or UFO now. I can tell you I've seen some strange things in my life constantly. And he says, like, what? I says, well, I see the number 33 a lot. And he said, just a minute, let's, let's, move, let's uh, go to FaceTime, because I was ringing him on WhatsApp. And he, he put it on FaceTime, and he, he st- he's in this big, uh, like, movie trailer with all these cameras and studio stuff set up because he's doing some sort of documentary out in the woods. And he steps out. And he's at Reservation 33, parked it. He's parked at Reservation 33. And he says, I believe you, (laughs) because what are the chances that I'm asking you this and I've just parked here? He's just set set up to do my show and parked his trailer thing at Reservation 33. That was the spot that he was given, number 33. Uh, but I, I could give, I could go on all night about that. I did a video ages ago about the number thirty-three. It is not in the description, but it's just head. I just hit myself. Head down the channel. It's there. But so much has happened since there. I don't even want to babble on about it. It's just a weird number that I see constantly, and it pops up everywhere. Just like I'll be driving past somebody, and somebody nearly killed me on the motorway the other day. A van, a van. This van cut. Cut, in, cut me up and went straight in front of me. And I, I was like, you tosser. And I looked at his number plate and it just, it was something, something like it was a private number plate with a 33 in the middle. I was just like, what are the odds of that? But he nearly killed me as well. <laughs> nearly killed me. And he had the number 33 on the back of his van. You should have been watching out for it. Yeah, that's, that's very true. <laughs> maybe, maybe that were it, but no, but he was the wanker. I was yeah. I was was watching out. Hmm. Yeah, when I drive, it's everyone else's fault too. <laughs> I um, I don't know what the number means. I have no idea, but I I've come to the conclusion that it can't just be numerology. Now it it, it really can't. I you know I I I had a flat earther on the channel. I think I've told people this in the chat. He told me that that the age. He said I told him that I saw that the number 33 all the time. He said that the age Jesus died was 33. I'm not a religious man at all. I t- I was driving to a pub with my wife in the car 
And I said said to her, you know that flat earther that I had on the other night? Well, globe denier. Sorry, sorry, mate. I know you don't like being called a flat earther. He, he told me that the age that Jesus died was, and as soon as I said was, the radio station said, number 33, my wife shit herself. I... I I'd bring her in the room if she weren't camera, camera, camera shy to tell that story. Uh, and if she had some makeup on as well, but mm. she won't come on camera, especially not with any makeup on. She's in the pajamas. Synchronicities, man. I, I, I put stock in that, you know, um, I don't know. I, I know a lot of guys who would consider themselves hard, but when it comes to like superstition or dude having a bad dream before they have to do a thing, it's like sit down powwow time. Like, what exactly did you dream? Was it a normal dream? Was it a real dream? Was it, you know, certain guy? It it, it put something to it, man. There's something to it. Hundred percent. I I I'm convinced. And uh, you know, even even my dad's after telling him these these stories. After my dad me telling him about the number thirty three, the first time I ever told him this is this is actually on the channel and this picture of my dad's t shirt. As I'm telling the story to him about the number 33, I realized that he had a polo neck with the number 33 just written there on its own. And I'm like, oh my God, I just, how did, how's that even, that's just weird. Whether it, whether it's the matrix trying to tell me something, you know, that I'm bloody Morpheus. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. That. Yeah, seems Ali- a- a- aliens and demons. Ah, yeah, that's the point. That's the point. No, 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 know, no, but no, no, but it's, it's all it's all one thing, David, and and that's why I asked you about your time with uh, Travis and uh, Ray. Uh, Travis and what, is a weird what, dude. He's a weird dude. Ray, I like Ray. Um, he and I guarantee do not see eye to eye on a lot of things, but I like his approach. Is it's he's using uh, the correct methodology. Um, you know, stats matter to him. Numbers matter to him. He's getting the proper sample sizes. He's following the right protocol. He's, I mean, it's, he's doing it right. He's doing it as though he was going to turn in for a dissertation doctorate. Um, he's doing it correctly. And you don't see anyone doing that in the field. Like it's, you get people who are like, I'm collecting evidence. You got to show the evidence and no one does, you know, it's bizarre. But uh, I, I like what he's doing. I, I think there's, you know, correlation doesn't equal causality, but uh, correlation can point the way. You know, we can start seeing these things are linked, even if, I don't know. I, I I come, I go back and forth from it in ways of like, I'm never going to figure this out. What's the point to, you know, put all the effort in? Thank you, Jennifer. Nine is a special number. Just don't ring it three times in the UK. Rich. Welcome to the show. Thank you. You want to hear something weird? I appreciate this. When you texted me earlier, I looked at the clock just on the TV. I just happened to look at it. It was 3.33 my time. No way. (laughs) Yeah, swear to God, I was going to text you, but I I was rushing around. So, yeah, that was cool. But I I was listening to the conversation. Rich, the studio is looking amazing. Yeah. It's got a long way to go. uh, A long way. But it's coming along. Love it. It'll be better when it's done. Got a lot of painting to do, and I appreciate that, but it almost reminds me of the old studio in a way. And you look a bit like Bono tonight, so I do like that. Bono. 
<laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad. How Rich. did it feel not wrestling with the green screen before you came on? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, I love it. And I also ordered something uh, for my DSLR, so my show will be on a DSLR camera now. And this camera will be the second camera that will be in this, looking down from the ceiling on the table that will be behind me when I do Ouija boards and tarot readings and stuff like that. It's going to be a gas, man. You'll have to wear pants then. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> or not. <laughs> I don't have to. I mean, I could. I, I've done I'm shows not, no. with no underwear on and nothing underneath it. Sometimes it just feels, you know, liberating just to yeah. just to know that, you, that you've got your dick out and nobody else can see it. There will, be, there will come a time when we're banned from all platforms but only fans. <laughs> but Make more money that way. <laughs> I, I don't think I would. <laughs> but yeah, so Ali, we got distracted there by your 33s. Um, where do you stay on it? Where oh, do I... Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so... If... Uh, I... Uh, like I say, I'm not a religious man. Um, I don't see any evidence for aliens or UFOs. Uh, aliens are... F- are not UFOs. Let's, let's cut the shit. Because that's an unidentified flying object. I don't see any evidence of alien spaceships. I don't see any evidence of aliens. I see the stories. I've seen the footage. None of the footage of which I'm fully on board with. None of it. So, if I had to shift to one way or another, and the reason why I brought the number up is... I think there's something very. It's almost. It's either spiritual or I'm or I'm in a matrix. I, I am literally, and I'm getting code of some sort. And you know this weird, messed up world that we live in, where you get deja vu's constantly as human beings. It's all glitches. But and then there is aliens because they've made the matrix. But maybe they're in a matrix, and who made their matrix? And the, you know, and so on and so on. Maybe that is God. I didn't do it. I think you did. I I, I I honestly don't Lee, I can't I can't give you an answer. I I do know from the people that I've spoke to on the show, David being one of the main ones, seeing the shadow figures, seeing things that are very uh sinister like. Um I I, I I tend to go down the demon route. I really do. But there's no proof of that either. O- other than in the in the books that nobody believes anymore. Hmm. So you think the Bible is uh, true depictions of what they saw back then, just didn't know how to explain them? They just used well, the chariots and things that they had back then? Well, here's the thing, and this is why I wanted to put this thumbnail up, um, is... So the when the Bible describes, and I haven't read it, um, I, I should I should do should need to do like a, I need you to do a voiced version for me, Rich, so I can listen to you it. You know the ending already. Yeah, but Everybody the way knows. I the way I see it is that demons and that would not be f- of flesh and blood, and the way that people describe aliens and they say they've got s- the skeletons, I can't see 
demons having skeletons or the need for a skeleton if you know what i mean because it's it's a spirit it's a spirit it's a an entity you know mm. wherever it is is it i i enlighten us dave <laughs> you, David, well, you I, mean, know. I, I i i have i don't know i just think would a demon have flesh and blood would it have a skeleton well see then that's that's the problem is is the terms we use come with these preconceived ideas and notions and histories and it's all laid out that we understand what it is we're talking about when I don't think we actually understand what we're talking about. Mm. You know, just because I call something a cherry tree, it may produce apples, but I call it cherries. You know what I mean? I'm just not using the right word. I don't know that we have the right words. Like, same thing, do I think some things are malevolent and malicious? According to my ethos and my moral code and how I see the world, absolutely. According to it, probably not. You know, when a shark attacks a person, is it evil or is it just being a shark? Okay. It's being a shark. It's being a shark. You know, and another thing, we always think these things are invading our space. We never consider the fact that maybe we exist in its space. Yeah. I believe if it is demons that they Maybe been we're here. overlapping in their space. Yeah. They've been here longer than us. Yeah. Well, maybe we're of the course. intruder. Definitely. But they saw us. Definitely. They saw it coming. It's not like they didn't see us evolving. They watched. I... I, I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm sure they did, know, you know, encounters back and forth. But I mean, I, I don't know. No, I don't know what I don't know. I just know things are bizarre. I know some things happen some ways, and there's a little bit of a consistency sometimes. But the bizarre nature of things, like really, it, it, it's just baffling. Like what? And it always. What bizarre nature? Uh, hauntings, for one, or people who. I'm sorry, it, it glitched on me. Yeah, that's a good... Okay, so hauntings. All right, I'm on board with that. Yeah. Yeah, like that's all over the place. That's all over the board. Yeah. I mean, from one end to the other, and people are like, well, this is it. And you, you get these pompous asshats that we're going to lay down the terminology. You know, I'm an expert because I, you have no more idea than anyone else. Granted, you have more experience, so you have more firsthand account, more, you know, that firsthand account goes a long way. You've seen it more. That's great, but to speak with authority is bizarre you know and whenever you see that it's always someone trying to sell something too mm-hmm. so the louder they mm-hmm. are the more they're lying exactly do i have i, I ever met you davy dave is it i don't believe so sir okay well nice to meet you no you too. <laughs> he, seems to, he seems to change his name every time he's on the he's, he's in the international gym. man of mystery <laughs> i don't know hey. i, I the thing on, is, Dave, there's so many we, crazy people involved in this. I don't want anyone trying to. What's that? I think. I it's think. That, yeah, I think there's like. Yeah, there on. is like some sort of connection like there. But, but the mic sounds yeah. amazing. So that that's that's. that's it, it better sound amazing. <laughs> sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, no, I was just going to say that. Uh, yeah, it's it's just all over the board. It doesn't. You know, people who claim authority and 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 this unknown is is just. It's, it's laughable. The people that I would take kind of seriously that at the same time I'd love to beat with a bat because it's infuriating is uh, who's the Vegas billionaire who invested all the money and has his own little space station? Uh, Bigelow. Right? He put millions of dollars into this. He gleamed something. He had to have. Or he gleamed nothing. And if he says I didn't get anything, that in itself is a validation of a kind. But the fact is he never said anything. He just went on his merry way. So I tend to take people like that seriously. Um, 
people who invest real money into things, I know this for a fact, when they get what they want, they just kind of go off into the ether and do whatever it is they're going to do with it. Um, David, you know, David, David do, it, do you, you, do you remember our first interview? Went. It's happening again, the exact same thing, where it's kind of speeds up. Your voice is like going in like supersonic speed. <laughs> and then cutting out. You might want to drop out and come back in and click on the same I, link. It might sort the connection that. out. Okay, I'll then, mate. That. No I'll, worries. I'll, I'll hook onto a different Wi-Fi. Okay, Great. mate. Oh, he's on Wi-Fi. Well, that explains that. Okay. Thank you, Jackie. I appreciate that. The super sticker is, as always, is it? Well, I don't know whether it's, but it's, a, it's an avocado. I love avocados with a Those bit of pears. salt. Oh, is it a pear? Yeah. Okay, I'm not a big pear fan. Uh, mm. I'll eat. I'll it's eat a pretentious fruit. Give sure. me five a day. <laughs> <laughs> Rich, into did you, you seem to have dropped off the the alien bandwagon recently? Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. And no, I mean you seem to you seem to have be changing your tune a little bit. You know what the tune is. Uh, I fall back and forth because we don't have any evidence, but that doesn't mean there isn't evidence. And the problem for me with aliens and UFOs and me trying to deny that they exist is that people are being abducted and there's millions of claims of these aliens abducting people from regular folk, too. Not just, you know, bum bum F Bob in the middle of the jungle or the swamps. I mean, these are people that... uh, are educated, critical thinkers, didn't look for this, didn't care, don't believe in it. Um, it's a wild phenomenon that's happening. Welcome to the show with 99 pounds, or point ninety nine. And it is, it is a unicorn, a rainbow one again. Thank ah. you, Lee. Thank you, Lee. Thank you, Welcome to the show. And I do want to thank all the Goofonians here. I saw everybody saying yeah, we, hi. We, so. And I want to thank you for sending my way, Rich. It's appreciated. Yeah. Oh, well, hell yeah. Spreading the love. Spread it. It's a beautiful but, but, thing. But you but they, they some of them and this is the, I don't know about yourself and but with me it's kind of like I'm wondering by kind of saying these things and especially with the title not aliens it's demons. That's that's quite a big thing for a UFO channel to say. Because that changes your channel. Uh, no, it it doesn't. Um, it just, uh, what is it? Uh, what do they call that? It, I know it's morphing, but uh, well, you're expanding the horizons of what you your thoughts and beliefs are. Maybe you you know you've been in this field for a little bit, so I wouldn't c- call you just a newbie or a, a young gun. Thank you, you know, uh, even though you don't know shit. Um, <laughs> basically, you act like you do, it's and that's lame. all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. Uh, you know, you, you, you got me down to the. <laughs> no, man, mate. you've been I around the block. Whether think, nobody, I don't think anybody does. What's that? Nobody knows shit. No, nobody does, man. How can they? Because there's no evidence that, and people can claim all they want and read everything they want and get FOIA requests all they want. It's still just words on paper that that's not evidence to me. Yeah, I mean, it could be, you know, anecdotal and whatnot. But, man, where's the evidence? 
Now we were just talking about this all week so far. There's no evidence. Can so, I see, ask you guys something? Just, just yeah, quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of off topic. It's kind of not off topic. We like, <sighs> talk about evidence. No, it's all right. I'm joking. Is it about, is it about your head? No. Um, you got a third eye there. What happened? A bit of a spot. Just a bit of a spot. No. Um, you like that? The image of a grey. Yeah. Um, do you guys feel have that like real sense of dread when you actually look at the image of one of those things? Not at all. I get you no not? feeling. I do. I. I feel, but it was just because, and it might just be me. I've made. In my head, I've decided that's a malevolent creature. Huh. Um, but I, I've often wondered whether, be just, just purely because of the way I feel when I look at them. Why is that, do you think? No idea. Because I, I, even I put it down to the same way. You know, like the way, have you ever seen somebody put an, um, a cucumber behind a, a, cucumber behind a cat? <laughs> I'm glad you said behind no. a cat. Like oh. cats are terrified of cucumbers. Oh right, yeah, they yeah. jump, they go nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, or a banana. Yeah, because it's it, some, yeah, because they, it reminds them of snakes, and snakes were a oh, natural right. predator. Unreal. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've always wondered whether whether the way I feel about seeing those is something that's deep rooted in humanity. That this is not a good thing to be around. You'd be a rare breed, my friend. I don't know anybody who's ever said that, but I like it because it, it now I'm going to look at some people who think that way differently. That's interesting, man. But yeah, no, just like genuinely, it makes me like scares me, make me unsettling. <sighs> Have you ever had an experience, uh, like a bad experience or dream with them, or what? I don't think so. I can't. Okay. There's nothing, nothing I can. Uh, I, n- nothing that if I if I wasn't searching my mind, I probably would be adding bits to to try and you know concoct something if I thought about it. But yeah, nothing that comes comes to mind. I think that's that's you. Mm. I, something having to do with I don't know what, but that that's psychological. I think because I've never heard that, but I like it because it's something I never heard of, and it, and it opens up more doors in my brain. Makes me think. I like it. Well, Rich, I, I know for I- you. I know you've not seen eye to eye with uh, John Regan Havoc of late, but he was he was terrified of of what of of, of that the, the figure. What the figure? The alien figure. The, the oh my god, dude! Did you just see that, dude? That freaked me out. What happened? I swear, there's a. De- I'm scared. Look, anybody could act like they're scared. I think oh. John's. I think John's like pumping it up a little bit. I really do. I don't think this guy really believes he's seeing aliens. I think this is a big game for him. Really? Something wrong with this guy. Yeah, something wrong with him. And, and I, I don't believe, mean. I I do believe John. I I, I don't. I can't see. So why would someone go to that much effort? Why not? What else was he doing? He had no life. He's got a life now. People are talking to him. People are looking up to him. We're talking about him now. I mean, what a great feeling that is! I love it every night. Well, to 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 just back up there a little bit, I had to ask him three times to come on the show from an email, and he came on after the third time of asking him. So it doesn't matter. He could have played that off. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to. Whoa, this guy's real credible. He's trying not to talk about it. Okay, I know he's not that smart. I'm giving him way too much credit. 
you're right. He does believe in it. He thinks there's something going on. Absolutely. He's got poor critical thinking skills, unfortunately. And he's believing in something that is not proven and has been proven to be dust many times. Now, has he captured something? It's very possible. Because I believe in spirit orbs. I've seen one in my home before, a real one. And me and my wife were scared out of our minds for the three minutes it was there. And if if I can say that now here on Alien Addict, I didn't get it on video, but uh, my God, maybe John does have something there. Well, to go back to the alien face, though, uh, I mean, I know it's only a drawing, a depiction that some artist has drawn, but look at your painting in the background. If I saw that at my window, I'd shit myself. Hmm. And I'd probably say the word Jesus, get out of my, you know. You really would be scared. Hmm. I think you would. I think I would be, too. I I had a, a weird experience, and it scared the hell out of me. And then when it was done, I realized it was a dream. But damn it, it felt real. You know the one, I'll be in your head before you wake up shit. Yeah. That was unbelievable. Brought tears to me. But Talk about fear. You know, with, with John's case, I'm not going to d- dwell over that. But, you know, I do believe that he saw something as, as a kid. You know, what what that is, I mean, I even said to him, do you think it could have been your friends pranking you? But, you know, the way he explains it, the missing time, I I generally saw somebody telling a story that first time, not a story, but telling something from memory that first time that I interviewed him. I didn't see somebody that was trying to pull the wool over my eyes. Some of the stuff that you made, maybe you did. Okay. Yeah, I never said it out loud because, you know, we were friends. But, uh, yeah, I thought the guy uh, was making some stuff up for sure. There are signs of it. Now, you could say maybe he was nervous and whatnot, but I don't think so. I don't think so at all. I think it's the problem with memory, isn't it? That whenever you remember something, you're remembering the memory of a memory. Mm hmm. Yep. That's why I say, everybody, if you ever have an experience, record your, yourself on your mobile phone or whatever camera you have. Just talk to it like you were talking here, and you'll always have it. Because I've made errors in my own memory for things that just happened a few years ago. On the time, I thought it was 3.30, you know, and it wasn't. It was like 2.45. Because I went back and looked at what I said the night, the minute it, it ended, the experience. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I was off, and it's my own experience. So... Yeah, I mean, record yourselves. Uh, that's why memory sucks. That's why it's really bad for court and everything else. Circumstantial evidence, is that what they call that? No. No? What is it? Not if it's I, I, it, sometimes it depends. So, like, if it's eyewitness testimony, if it's a credible person, they'll only need one. If it's a mediocre person, you need two. If it's worthless people, they need three or more. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. And then they'll cross-examine the hell out of them on the stand and rip it apart I mean to back to what you said Lee about the 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 face yeah I mean this this that I drew I I'm literally I drew that and thought this in, that in my head that is what this looks like I've never seen one but that is my imagination of an alien grey and that looks quite sinister. I never thought of it that way, but I looking at my logo now it does look pretty sinister. Yeah, it does. Um David, have you ever have you ever 
I don't think you've ever seen a, an alien gray or anything never like that. I know you've been alien. looking. No, never seen an alien. You've just seen shadow figures, but you. But do you think there's yeah, anything? Well, uh, t- do you think there's anything to this this alien gray that Pete everybody talks about? I don't know, man. Like, uh, it's subjective. I've, I've I've never seen it. Like, I've seen a light in the sky, but I also live near a military lab, so <laughs> you know that that I, I don't know. Um, I've never seen anything like that. Now I, I've seen things and I, I've had experiences shared with another person, um, that is strange and, you know, bizarre, but again, like what, what is it? I don't know. And I, 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 I don't know. Like if I, if I sit here and say, well, it's X, Y, Z, I'm just full of shit because there's no way I know I, the entire experience left me one tired too exhilarated and left the other guy to this day still doesn't want to talk about it. actually i just messaged him last night because he he lives in uh austria and they're they're dealing with some stuff so i messaged him oh but, i know this story yeah it is, yeah yeah that's that that's that a easy. yeah and you know and, and as far as other things like you know as rich was saying eyewitness testimony it, it comes down to the credibility of the person and, and what do you know like i used to work for a guy a long time ago um when I was a kid, he kind of took me under his wing. Uh, he has an amazing story that I, I totally believe um, because until that moment happened, as far as he went, everything was bullshit, you know? So, I don't know, man. What was weird. the story? I think I That's told you that just, one you know, where he, he had something visit him in the middle of the night and he tried to grab it and hit it because it startled him. And he said it felt like it was genuinely surprised by that. No. No? Oh, wow. So, um, yeah, it's a very long story, but I'll, I'll summarize it as this way. He, The church I went to was, um, I don't know, way into spiritual type stuff. Is Yeah. But uh, so he, this guy's a contractor. He's a working man. He built houses for a living, took me in, uh, gave me work. He's not called Wayne, is he? No, he's not called <laughs> Wayne. Uh, no, this this he's a good man. Uh, I, I don't know about Wayne. I've never met Wayne. This guy's a good man. Um, but uh, yeah, so he was letting his son-in-law and daughter live in the basement. And his son-in-law was into some heavy occult stuff at one time, turned all that around. And uh, he'd been dealing with some things. And Don said he woke up one night and there was this dark shadow figure just kind of looming. And uh, he couldn't move. And he was, you know, like the standard sleep paralysis story. And Don said he just got furious jumped up clawing at it and just swinging through the air. And uh, he said it, it like trying to grab smoke almost like it, it didn't have a feeling and he, but he didn't pass through it. Like it was a material thing, but it wasn't a material thing. He said it, it genuinely act startled because it just kind of backed away and moved away quickly from him. And he just went after it. And I was like, well, what happened next? And he's like, Oh no, no, that was, that was really it. And I was like, did you go back to sleep? He's like, hell no, I didn't go back to sleep. <laughs> so and you just kind of had to know the guy. He was a no bullshit guy. And that is his one story of just total bizarreness. So I don't know. Yeah. You said this to you, you, you didn't tell me that story, but you did. When I was telling you uh, about the time when I, when I'd seen something in my room and I, and I felt a little bit uncomfortable, you, 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 you said to me that you need to confront them. Oh, absolutely. Whatever it is. Yeah. I mean, it's, I more, it's more scared of you than, you're, you're yeah, there. I, I totally believe that because if they weren't, why would they, you know, hide and do the things they do? Why does, why do you get scratched in the back of the arm when you're not looking? Why do you get, 
touched when you're not like, why is it always to the periphery, you know, and very rarely to the front and center. It, it it's nonsense. You know, it, it, if it is something of ability, then do something. Otherwise, it stop. To... Sorry. Go ahead. No worries. I was just going to say it happens peripheral, peripherally and behind you because you bump into things and you don't realize it in front of you. You stop yourself from walking into things. So I think scratches and things like that are just us, you know, doing this or bumping into something because I never had it happen. So I don't know, man. All right, then, Rich. How do you explain when you did the Ouija board? And if you don't mind me telling the people your story, what happened to your throat? That's a long story. Uh, how do I, I, I know it. Okay, to, 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 <clears throat> I'll to, tell it real to make quick. It, to make it short, how do you explain that? What happened is I tried to contact the devil over 120 times using a Ouija board. I actually wanted to make a deal with the devil. Nobody ever does it on the internet. I figured I'd make some videos and try it. So nothing ever happened. And then uh, I denounced the devil one day. And because I found a gold chain that had a cross on it that I got from my communion when I was 13, <clears throat> COVID. And I put it around my neck because I didn't get any deal from the devil, no sign. So I said, screw this. And what a coincidence it was for me to find something I haven't seen in 40 years. So I thought it was a sign, you know, so I put it around my neck. It was a cross, you know, with Jesus on it. And, uh, and it came, it was real short. It came right up to here. And I said, screw you. And I was angry. I said, I'm done with the devil. I'm going to start actually reading the Bible now. And uh, I'm, my faith is back in God. And literally the next day, you know, I just started having issues with my throat. And it turned out, you know, I started throwing up on Thursday and Friday and Saturday. I went to the emergency room on Sunday because I haven't eaten for three and a half days. And I've been throwing up. I lost my voice. They thought I was going to have a heart attack, did an EKG test. It was fine, but they wanted to send me to the hospital. So I went there. It was Father's Day on a Sunday, and the doctor came in, and we did the x-rays for, you know, everything center-based. And uh, an hour goes by. He comes back, puts up the x-ray on the wall so we could see through it. And he goes, you see all this dark area here, like in my from my esophagus from the top to the stomach? And he goes, if this was in color, it would be dark purple. That's very heavy bruising. So your entire esophagus is bruised and you're having spasms, which is true. It felt like I had to throw up with every breath I took. You know, that nausea, you know, every breath I would take made me want to throw up. But after a while, I just got so immune to it, like the gag reflex disappeared. And uh, he goes, have you ever done any, you know, sword swallowing? He was kind of joking because... I've never seen anything like that unless you were putting swords down your throat and you were bruising yourself without cutting you. And I said, that's ridiculous. And uh, and I lost my voice. It was really bad. I mean, it was a horrible situation. Um, but anyway, uh, I, uh, Monday came the next day and I went on somebody else's show and they go, uh, you had uh, an attack, a spiritual attack because of what you did with the Ouija board. And then you denounced you know, the devil, the one that you were trying to contact, and it hit you right where you live. You know, my job was talking, the show is talking, you know, everything I do and make money and make a living was from my voice. And that's what people think, that 
There was a spiritual attack because I denounced what I brought into my home. And that's the, I mean, there's another part to that story. Exactly a year later on Father's Day, I had the same experience. It was really strange. Yep. Anyway, that's that. See, that, see when we talk about coincidences, you know, you've just been fucking about with a Ouija board. It is, I have to admit, uh, the doctor says he didn't believe me. He thought I was doing stuff to myself. And, and I'm like, he goes, the, from top to bottom is bruised. And he says, never see anything like it. Nah. And, 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 and so to this, you, to you this day, the, I still have issues. Huh? You found the chain after how long? How many years? 40. See, maybe it was coated in some kind of powder or pesticide, choked you up, got you triggered a spasm. You just coincidentally went with the stomach virus that the... Uh, Convulsions bruised the inside. The uh, larynx was burnt out by the uh, acid from the vomiting. It was just coincidence. He said that, yeah, I know. We brought up all the. My parents met me at the hospital because it was Father's Day and they were out gambling. Um, but no, we asked all those questions. No, I'm, just, and, I'm just being a dick. I actually think you were attacked. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> really? Well, the, those are really good questions. Though, no, I mean, yeah, that's, that's the logical train you would go through. And, and you know, playing devil's advocate. Uh, that's what you would go to. So, I mean, it, it's one of those things you take one or two stances, one or two that stance or two. It's uh, you fucked around and found out, <laughs> you know, I don't. well, yeah. then, I, then, OK, Friday, the two days before Father's Day, I took the Ouija board and I was using it on my show as a tray, you know, and put my drink mm-hmm. on it and make him believe and playing with it. And, uh, you know, that night and into the next day, I started feeling that same sickness coming over. Mm-hmm. And on that Monday, I started to throw up and I said, all right. And this is the weirdest thing of all. I said, OK, all right. I swear I will never, ever disrespect the Ouija board again. You have my word. Da, 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 da. And I said a little prayer. I did a few Hail Marys in my bathroom. I was so sick. I wanted to throw up. And uh, I was within... 10 minutes I was eating spaghetti. I was so hungry. How did I get from from miserable to well? You know what I mean? That to me was really like a selling point. Like, wow, mm. I just said this and this. And since then, I haven't disrespected the Ouija board. Uh, Why'd you say because, Hail Mary? Oh, I was just throwing out anything I could remember from when I went to Catholics, uh, Catholic or whatever you call it, catechism. I forget what you call it. Interesting. Were you doing the spiritual version of your car breaking down and lifting the bonnet up, not knowing anything about an engine and turning <laughs> anything that could possibly Yeah, yeah, yeah. Use? Same thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, you got it. This is a um, hammer. That's a bolt. It'll start. But I was sincere, too, and I was really not wanting to go through that experience again, and I really put it out there. I'm like, all right, I'm definitely not messing around with this thing just in case and uh you know but you I still have, have messed problems. with it since no i haven't you haven't you you not even you were gonna were you gonna do a halloween i was gonna but i didn't okay because david um when i when i first interviewed you david you said after the show offline you went oh and tell your buddy rich stop to fuck it stop fucking about with the Ouija oh yeah you stop fucking about with that yeah it's it's like i mean you you just you just got choked. You had something shove a fist down your throat, bruise the inside of you, make you vomit, and only stopped when you started saying Hail Marys later on. 
And you still think that... I mean, granted, maybe it's a coincidence. Maybe I am 100% wrong. That is an excellent possibility. Or the other possibility is... I mean, there's one of two here. One, it's coincidental. Two, why? Why? <laughs> why? Uh, I get. I get that. Yeah. yeah, I get the proof. Like, people... Like, interestingly enough, you trying to make a deal with the devil is not the first time I've heard someone do that. And uh, they didn't have what you had happen. They actually just had nightmares for months to the point that they just look like emaciated dark circles. Like, just, oh, man, like, you you need to do something. And they actually started going back to church, reading the Bible, and it, it, all the dreams stopped. Everything went away. And psychologically, you could look at it. You're feeling that a person was filling a hole of a need, and maybe they were dealing with repressed issues. We'll never know. We can always play the maybe what if game. It's easy. That's that. It doesn't require creative thought to be a naysayer or to play devil's advocate. It really doesn't. Well, I keep yeah. forgetting to mention this. I, I kept having nightmares when I first started doing it. And the nightmare was I was in a hospital and going down the corridors and it looked like it was an older hospital, like they were repairing it. But I saw people melting, you know, like I actually, like in uh, that movie, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, it reminded me of that, but it was freaking real, man. And I started coughing in my dream and I, I sat up in my bed and I woke up and I felt, like there was a I know what it was. I tasted it. It was some guy's fingers were down my throat and he was trying to kill me. And when he pulled his hand out, I can taste the salt on his fingers. And uh, it was so evil. And uh, it, it was going for the throat again. And I don't understand this thing with the throat. But I had that dream two times, but I had the hospital dream like six or seven. And it really started getting to me. I'm like, why am I having this dream? All the time, and I couldn't put, didn't put it together. It could have been the Ouija board thing the whole time. I didn't even think about it. Um, but that's weird that I've had that guy's fingers. Uh, really big, disgusting man, like a, you know, child molester. That's what it felt like he was. Did you go through any doors in the dream? Yeah. Was there yeah. a round porthole in the door? No, I don't know. They were door. doors that a long just time ago. swung. Yeah. No, it was a couple of years yeah. ago. But the doors swung open. They were hospital doors. And you walked through the doors? Uh, I opened them. Uh, yeah. And every time I walked through them, uh, I saw a mother and her daughter on one. Then I saw, you know, they were melting. And then I walked uh, through another corridor and I saw a, a young girl uh, she looked like she was a cancer patient, and she started to disintegrate. It was pretty wild. She was a cancer patient because she looked like one. You know, she looked like Lee. Yeah, definitely. I, oh, I get that. I don't mean to be, you know, heartless <laughs> or sound like that, but you, you, we all know. I'm yeah, too I didn't fat. Know. Pardon? I'm too fat for that disease, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Well, it depends if Me you're too. taking steroids. D- yeah, D- David. Why, why do you why do you ask if if about the doors? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so it's interesting that you're Catholic, uh, or at least you catechism. I, I assume you're Catholic. I'm not. I'm a, now I'm not. Well, not a practicing Catholic, but you were baptized Catholic, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whole whole nine yards all the way through. Yeah. Confirmation. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Do you have any crucifixes in your house at the time? Yeah. No. You did? Yeah. Interesting. Um, they were all still there. Nothing happened to them. Nope, nothing happened. I have an evil spoon too. <laughs> I didn't want the spoon. I fucking 
fucking I, love I, this. I've, I've, I've watched your show before. I'm, I'm actually intrigued by the evil spoon. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, something's happening now. You should, should uh, but I haven't some talked holy about water. it. Have you brought what, the spoon? Uh, of course. That, that's a, a very expensive spoon I found out. That's uh what do you call it? Who's the who are the people that make that stuff from New York? The silver? They're very well uh Christie's, what is it? No idea. Tiffany's? Tiffany's, thank you. Mm. Why is it an evil spoon? Because it was my ex wife, well my wife at the time, her grandfather was dying and she took the silverware because it was this expensive Tiffany silverware, you know? So we had it. And I used this spoon every day to make iced tea with it because it was a pretty cool-looking spoon. It's long. It's got a nice narrow tip. It fits perfectly. Anyway, but that was the spoon I used, so I didn't have to keep washing spoons. And it's evil because one night when I was sitting in the house, I see a reflection on the wall and I turn around and I hear silverware fall onto the, the stovetop. And what, what happened, the spoon, because I've seen it in the reflection of a, the window, when I turned around just a little bit, I saw it drop another time. And I saw it hover out of the corner of my eye. And when I turned around, it just went ching, ching, ching. When I was on the show, the thing came, uh, fell off the counter in the kitchen one day everybody heard it it was so loud it was like obnoxiously loud too it didn't make I, any sense yeah the out there channel said you were spooning yourself <laughs> yeah i love that yeah he's still alive that guy um <laughs> but it, it the reason it because that spoon i i was in bed several times and you could hear the silverware you can hear it moving around sometimes i'd wake up and, and the spoon would be halfway out of the drawer I think people want to see the spoon pitch. Oh, I'll go get it. Yeah, let me go get it. <laughs> Bring it on. Bring the yeah, sp- yeah. I'll be right back. Let the spoon join the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, actually. <laughs> get him his own little window. So why did you ask about the uh, the doors? Did I? Yeah. No, no, you, so I so we we're talking. So you said about the doors, and then you said about him. Is he Christian? Is the crucifix? Well, I asked if he was Catholic. It's different. Catholic, Catholic. Sorry. So, so he looks like a schoolboy. He does. <laughs> <laughs> not, not a single leg has been had. <laughs> Thank you, Jennifer. Well, let me get a drink real quick. Yeah, I agree with that, Jennifer. You can judge, judge yourself about the thoughts that you keep. Very good, thank you. See the spoon, then, Rich. Hold it up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna make you big. You do that. So this is it. I've never seen a more diabolical item in my life. I know, right? <laughs> look, that thing could actually stab you. It's hey, look at the end of it. This, it's spiky. It's exactly the same shape <laughs> as uh, Ali's logo. Let's have uh, a look at the end. Look, turn look it around. Turn, 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 put the head towards the camera. No, 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 sorry. The, the, upside the back down. of it. No. If, the, if he turns it upside down, it looks like an alien head. Yeah, oh, wow. Like the logo. Yeah. Dude, that's crazy cool. Let's, let's have a look at the actual, the, the, the bit of the spoon, the top of the spoon. I don't know what you call the top of a spoon. Yes. Yeah. Turn that towards the camera. 
like this. It's an odd-looking spoon. I know. It's heavy as hell, too. This thing weighs a lot. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Is it, is, it, is it silver, that spoon? It's real silver, yeah. I often yeah. wondered whether oh. UFO channels would struggle for content. Clearly not. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody yeah. just joining us now, <laughs> this show's not about Rich's spoon. <laughs> <laughs> This is alien at it, not cash in the attic. <laughs> this is a linchpin. Ah! This is a linchpin of the argument, is that spoon. The spoon is $50 by itself, believe it or not. I think I'd take the $50. Yeah. No way. This is my baby. Goes to sleep with me. It makes my tea. Yeah, we do a lot of stuff together. We spoon. I'll give you $35, and you don't have to risk taking it to auction. <laughs> I'll give you 36 You take all the risk. <laughs> Lee, so, so you, you've made your um, position quite clear that you, you don't think it's alien anymore. You don't think it, you, 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 you're pretty, <clears throat> you sound almost like you're convinced that it's something. I'm convinced there's, there's something. I know it's like with, uh, with what Rich was saying there about um, uh, like Ouija boards and stuff like that, is the, the more I think about things, the more I think about how many people out there, but when you look, take it, uh, you think of Second World War, the amount of money and uh, resources that were being pumped into like occult stuff during the Second World War. Mm-hmm. You know, when when you've you've got a war effort going on, you've you've got a finite resources for what you're doing. Yet they're running around the place trying to pick pick up artifacts like um like they're trying to make the plots for Indiana Jones films. Um only a few years ago, wasn't it, there was a a false wall in um uh, one of Himmler's um, offices, yeah. Yeah. and it had it had the largest occult library or, or, or privately owned occult library ever discovered by people. Um, then, if you look at all, um, look at like celebrities and stuff like that back in the sixties, how they were all hanging off the back of Aleister Crowley. I know I've said it a couple of times um, in. Uh, on this podcast that there was a quote from Warren Buffett about as- astrology. And he said, millionaires don't believe in a- astrology. Billionaires believe in astrology. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's, there just seems to be that it's, it's us people like that try and talk about this stuff. And then people like that are the same level of us that think this is ridiculous, but powerful people don't seem to think this is ridiculous. It's part of the trick. They make sure everyone else does. That way, when you hear a story about them, it sounds ludicrous. Like the law of attraction. Exactly. That's a re- it's real. And uh, I, I'm, I tell everybody to try it out the way I do it because it's not just positive thinking. I hate when people say that. It's positive thinking. No, it's not. It's actually creating a reality in your mind because thoughts create things because the universe can't tell the difference between thoughts and reality. Apparently. Why would be why would be we be able to do that in a non magical world? Just science, you know. Everything is the. Why would because, we be able to? Because do something a, like apparently, that? you know, if you believe every, you know, we we our life started somehow with an electric impulse. Something happened that started our heart, 
our heart, right? How do we restart it with electricity if it ever goes out? They, you know, you know, and they shock the heck out of you. Hmm? Um, so it, it, when they put these things on your head to test your brain waves and they tell you, remember, like, like, okay, somebody gets burnt with a match. All right. And now they say, okay, you know, they see the reading on the screen. Now they say, remember what it's like being burned by the match. And the memory of getting burned shows up exactly the same way it did when it happened on the readout. So the thought is that if you can create your thoughts and make things happen, the universe listens to it. So let's say right now I want $1,000 and I imagine that $1,000 shows up in my mailbox and I keep imagining that day. Okay, I wake up. I mean, I try to get as much detail into it. I wake up, I feel the floor with my bare feet, the coldness of the shower, the towel, the hair dryer, whatever it is I do. Every single thing that I can create in my mind apparently is opening up or unraveling uh, maybe negative thoughts or the way I was thinking and, and creating a path that the universe will make this stuff actually happen because apparently it really did in my mind and the universe can't tell the difference that's why rich people get richer they always think how much money can i make and they get richer and richer that's the thought about this and people who are poor and remain poor are like oh another day i hate my job i hate my life and they you know they go through their day and they're doing the secret without even knowing so you're always putting your thoughts out there and look leak and uh, everybody else i don't know why i said lee i meant ali uh, ali lisi uh, but I believe it works. I've tried it, and it worked. And it works, and it still does. And, oh, why don't you become a millionaire then? Well, that's not everything to me. So well, if it so is demon Demon? If, it, if, yeah, if it's, if, if whatever is going on in the world is, and there is no such thing as, as a extraterrestrials, okay? Just, let's just put that out there, just for argument's yeah. sake. And what you what you you say in this secret? Who you talk? Who are we talking to when we're asking for these things? The universe. Okay, it's like the matrix. So you're tricking the matrix. You're tricking the program. You're you're creating a reality with your mind, and it thinks it's really happening because your your thoughts and reality are the same brain waves that come out. So your energy goes into the ether, right? So your whole life, you've been living a certain way. It's not going to happen overnight. It has to undo all the stuff you did your whole life, the way you think negatively, the way you act, the way you, you know, everything about you is creating this alternate reality and the one you're living in. But if you think and make believe that you really lived a day where you got a thousand dollars, Eventually, those doors will align, and that possibility will become reality. Or, when when you thought you got rid of whatever was in the Ouija board, it stayed with you, and it's it's making agreements with you without you knowing. Yeah, maybe. Um, that's interesting. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I I think there's something to that to a certain extent that we can. I don't know, extrapolate more out of. So if you look at like uh, modern physics, some of the stuff they're doing, like uh, was it the photon test, the three phases of photon 
they fire at and who, depending on whoever's doing the test, gets the exact result they're looking at. And they found oddities at that. But they found when no one was actually physically present, they got all possibilities. Isn't that weird? So what that tells you is your expectation of reality is what's defining it at an atomic level. <clears throat> so, oh, sorry, carry on. Oh, no. It's, uh, that's it. I was going to say is we can parlay that into other things. So, like, if, say, Rich onto something there, maybe, um, the physicists definitely think so, that uh, the universe is, is clearly energy. I mean, it's mostly, honestly, everything is empty space. The desk is empty space. There's mm. space between everything, right? Maybe these things live in the space between everything. Maybe they come from it. Maybe there's multiple things. Maybe you look at, like, the, the Nazis. What were they going for? Who's Who are they trying to talk to? Maybe that's how their technology jumped up. Or maybe they were just smart dudes. Or maybe they're sacrificing the right thing to the right person that inspired the right guy one day to make it happen. Because everything's interconnected. And if we can influence the universe, the universe can influence us. If we can influence electrons at the subatomic level, whatever's in between that is those things, maybe they can pump that right back at you. That's why I freak out about quantum computing. Hmm. I don't like the idea of sending things into another reality and getting it back so we can do advanced math. You have no idea what's coming back. You have no idea. Stop that. <laughs> I, like, I like how you describe that. I, I had a fairly, again, I'm definitely not going to tell a story again on, on this podcast because I've done it too many times. But the, uh, I had no, a, feel freely. Feel uh, no, 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 I've no, never no. heard this story, Lee. Um, I've Go had a fairly, fairly profound like psychedelic experience and um, I've always described it as feeling like I was in the space between spaces. But um, but what I was going to say before, let's get weird with the Lord of Attraction then, because if we think that if 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 that's something you can do in your house, like I want I want a better job, I want a better car, or I just I want to meet someone that sort of thing, and we can believe it and have it affect our own lives, what would happen if you could make a system where you could make millions of people believe something? Absolutely. And, the, all, the, all the talks we have about predictive programming and movies and stuff like that, what if it's not predictive programming, or what if it is predictive programming, but it's not predictive programming for, to get people ready for something, it's predictive programming in the way, if we build it, it will come. I think Doctor Who had an episode Kevin Costner. like that. That's Phil the Dreams, Kevin Costner, if you build, build it, he will come. come. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then Doctor Who tried to trick everybody into, or not trick everybody, get everyone to think in the same thought at the same time, at the same moment. Or maybe, I don't know. And manifest it. I'm a nerd like that. So, so what, you, what are you saying there, Lise? So you're saying... What I'm saying is if uh, if the powers that be want aliens to turn up, the best way for them to do it is to make everybody believe in them. Yeah, I agree with that. Or maybe they need us all to start focusing on them so they can uh, mm. slide into this world and actually manifest. Because if you think about it, like Rich was saying, if our thoughts, because there is no defined space of consciousness, right? What This is a meat suit. We are not the meat suit. We operate the meat suit. We can't even define what we are or where we live in it. Like, they don't know. Are we the electrical impulse? Maybe. Or what are we? They, that can't be defined. Uh, they don't even try. They just can tell you what parts of your brain access what. But the reality is people are born with half brains, quite literally. And they function just fine. People take major brain trauma and continue on there uh, was a um yeah. uh, it happened to a teenage boy didn't it he had an, an accident and it was over half of his brain had to be removed because of yeah. the accident he had and he but he he didn't even lose not not only 
um, was he the same person? He didn't even lose memories. Yet yeah. you get someone that uh, I, I I know a person. Well, I don't, I don't know them. Sorry, they live down the road from me. Um, and he was hit by a bus when he was sort of seventeen, and overnight became a different person. By overnight, every, everything about him shifted and changed. Um, and it my my thought about this is maybe that that isn't brain damage as such, but it's system interference between where whatever consciousness is and our meat suit. Yeah, whatever we're whatever we are that we plug into, right? Mm-hmm. Why do we have to sleep? Where do we go? What is the purpose? Um, yeah, I, I I've spent way too much time thinking about things like that. Um, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, man, we're this is our bodies are hardware, our consciousness is software. I don't know how they connect or how they work. But it, it's uh, it's interesting though that that and Lisa, Lisa, thank you so much for the super chat and Lee, welcome to the show. Thank you again for the, for the unicorn. He, he spams me with unicorns. Um, and what, what is Lisa's? Lisa's is a, it's a ginger pussy. I've got one of those. I believe that. Yeah, I do. As well. he's, he's around. I, yeah. I, I, no, I believe you don't have to, you don't have to show it. I, I, I believe no, but what, what you're saying there about the brain you know, and this is true. I know, I know a guy um, and he's just had a quarter of his brain removed recently. Uh, he had some sort of infection. Uh, he's fine now uh, yeah. on the mend, but it, it's it's quite amazing that you can still be yourself, even though if we consider this as a computer. I mean, if I if I was to remove some of the components to this computer that's running StreamYard, that's running this entire show, whatever it's doing in the background, I guarantee if I just pulled something out of this, it wouldn't run the same way. So that's because your body's infinitely better hardware. Well, yeah. I mean, are things just backed up? Do we, do we keep multiple backups of things in the brain? I, or is it- I can't answer that question, but I can tell you that mind over matter is a thing. So depending on, trying to think um different training there's there's different aspects of training if you're like learning tactics or hand-to-hand or like you're conditioning soldiers or various other people and things one of the mantras they teach them is you know your body hurts ignore it make it stop you know your body's just a thing go past it you know, I was like, well, I've been awake for four days. Who cares? No one cares. Anyone raise your hand who gives a shit. Nobody gives a shit. Keep moving. Um, they, there's something to that, man. Like at, at a certain point, you get some, you get to a point where you're just like, yeah, I just, I'll just, I'll just make it stop, you know, and it infinitely can help you in a lot of situations in life. But if you're in a combat situation or high stress, it definitely helps clarify things. Um, difficult lesson to learn because it's painful, but once you learn it, it stays with you forever. Mm-hmm. Oh, and there's something to that. Just look at the incredible stuff the human body can do as well. Like, but uh, when you see fireworks and um, even martial artists breaking things, you know, mm-hmm. with bits of their body they shouldn't really be able to do. And it's not, it's not because them using like the the fingertips. I mean, I'm sure they are conditioned, but it's not Extremely like you're making those. Yeah, but it's not that like you're making them much more stronger than somebody else's 
But Hyundai's. Well, that's actually that, not truly. But uh, that and belief they are, isn't it? surely. Well, no. Uh, so it, the belief is that I can continue to do this and not be crippled the rest of my life. Right. Uh, the reality is you're probably going to be crippled the rest of your life. Like, without giving too much away, if I were to show you my hands, you would think that poor bastard. Um, but again, it's like a block of concrete. It is just a lifetime of conditioning to do a thing. It's muscle memory that's repeated into perfection that you execute without thinking. Um, But to add to that, that actually shows the testament to our software because it has underlying subsystems, right, in our body that we can then ingrain, reprogram ourselves consciously to the point that we no longer have to monitor it consciously. It'll just do it. You go on. It's kind of like snapping up a pistol or a rifle. You do it 10,000 times. You'll be on that mark. It'll be right where it needs to be. The round will go where it has to go, and then you move on to the next objective. Um, Yeah, Uh, as far as that, but what I mean, it's – so what martial artists and some guys like that do that just kind of destroy themselves, uh, that again in itself is mind over matter because the guy has to almost will himself to leave because when you see these dudes' hands and bones and things that are x-rayed, they're damaged. Like they shouldn't be able to open a bag of chips, let alone type or play the piano. You know, it's microfracture upon microfracture. It's tendon, fra- it's pins in it. It's phenomenal uh, that they can push past. I mean, I've, I've seen the guy that. So the reason I say that is I, I have some, some background in that. Um, but with enough training and enough focus, yeah, it, it's amazing what they can do, but it takes time. It's not like, you know, they just learn tomorrow and when you really look at it, like I'm sure may probably Richwood, not trying to speak or think for you there, uh, look at it objectively, it's just conditioning. They conditioned their body to be able to do a thing. But they had to have the willpower to do that, which is impressive all in itself, really. Because to be able to break that brick with their forehead or whatever, that is a lot of training and practice and build up. They don't just go out there one day like, I can do it because I can do it. That's how you go to the hospital. <laughs> I was broke a pint glass with my forehead. Uh, How'd that turn out? Was it in somebody else's <laughs> hand? <laughs> well, did that glass happen? <laughs> did that glass happen to be in somebody else's I don't know if you, I, I if you see hand. that. Can you see that scar that right there? <laughs> that's what that's from. There you a, go. A pint glass. Um, let's go balls deep with this. So mm-hmm. if all the major players... And when, when, I, when I speak about major players, I mean I, I mean the, the news companies that are reporting on this, that have recently started to report on this. It's been massively pushed out to us. If this is what they want to show us, but the reality of this is what the ancients believed, and it goes back to the book of God or whatever you want to call it, Where's this going? Maybe when you look back in time where we believe or what we're led to believe, like the ancient Sumerians and stuff who were having what appears to be daily contact with these things, maybe it's because they all believed back then. Maybe. Or maybe it's just like an upper class of priesthood who suckered everyone else into building their special antenna. Yeah, so they can get the knowledge they wanted. Kind of like what they do now. I don't know. Because because I refuse to build, uh, and there is a reason why this is being massively pushed out now. 
and and it's ramped up over the last few years. It, it has really ramped up. We, we, you know, we've we've spoke many times, Rich, on the show about the 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 alien threat. You've spoken it on Goofon, not alien threat, the 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 aerial threat, whatever they, are, they want to call them. Um, I watched um, for some strange reason the other day. I thought I'm going to revisit the uh, Tom DeLong Joe Rogan. Uh, interview, which is just, I think if anybody watches that now, they they really will, you know, be, be shaking the head when they're watching that. But there's there's one thing uh, that he said in that interview that um, I kind of thought I can't remember. That never sat. I, that never kind of like stuck out. But now it sticks out like a sore thumb. And when when Tom was speaking about the he was speaking about these other people like Travis Walton, all these other people, and then all of a sudden these people and maybe it's just me and Joe Rogan thought, you know what, that's giving me the inspiration to get these people on the show. But we see we we're seeing now I mean look what's her name? Demi. Demigod, Demi 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 Tomato. All these celebrities, these people popping up everywhere now, and it's al- almost like it's predicted. And Tom DeLonge in that interview did he did say from day one that this is an entertainment business, and through that, you know, we may, we, we will at some point. I've got some great people working for me, and we would like to build this, hmm. but it seems that there's all these players that are presenting this whatever you want to call it I don't even know what to call it anymore I'm not going to call it ufology because it's not it, it's just it's fucked whatever it is there's so many different players there's I, there's not one of them that I trust I mean I I, I would love to trust Joe Rogan but let's let's be honest the guy's made of money you know you know I would love to say that that guy is... I mean, I would vote for that guy as president of the United States. Or I actually would. But... I don't think it works like that, Ollie. No, I don't think it works like that either. But, but, he, but he's... It did for Biden. 100%. <laughs> okay, he's... Most popular he's, president in the world. He's, yep, ever. Yeah. <laughs> Joe's been pushing it recently. Joe hasn't been pushing anything. Somebody else is getting him to say these things. That's that's a clear distinction. What has Joe been pushing? The the UFOs. He has. It's been massively massive on his channel. Do you not think he's pulled back from it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He has recently, but Mm. but but over the last two years, he's been massively pushing it, getting the guests on. I mean, it was very popular at the time. He's a clever man. Get the get the right Mm. people on. I find it strange how he's pulled back from it because he, he, the, the last two he had on was um, oh we, we mentioned him just before didn't we? Uh, well, he's had what? Let's let's he's had Bob, he's had yeah. Steve Steve Justice, he's had David Fravor, yeah. he's had Travis Walton, mm-hmm. Stephen Greer. He said Stephen Greer, I think twice. Greer, Greer was a while ago though, and it was Greer a was on time. Rogan. Yeah, yeah. Been great. years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe he's maybe. Greer self. 
and apparently he was he asked him to come on again and uh joe rogan what was joe agree what i paid Green wanted money to go on the show. Yeah, Joe's like, I've never, I've never paid any fucker before. Yeah, what was it? A thousand, something like that. Fuck knows. But the 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 idea that um, Greer would bring something to like the machine that is Rogan is fucking crazy. I bet Greer believes that though. Absolutely, (laughs) absolutely. I'd still like to hang out with that guy. I'm just not paying him twelve thousand dollars. I'd love to. Which one? Yeah. Oh, oh! I thought you meant Joe. I, I, you know, I'd like, I'd like to roll with Joe. I bet that'd be fun. I bet he's a yeah. beast on the mat. Oh my I mean, god! Yeah, you mean wrestle, wrestle yeah. with him. Uh, jiu-jitsu, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Oh, I bet he, I, I, I bet he, yeah, because he does that tenth planet. I have no experience with tenth planet, and they're they're really cutting edge. That's distract. Sorry, uh, rabbit hole. But yeah, Greer, uh, asshole. I, I just would like to see him get. Two, two of the opposite people on when it comes to the UFO subject because hmm. let's face it, it'll go out to a bigger audience than this will or Goof On or Must See Audio it will go out to a bigger audience I, I would like to see him interview somebody who's quite religious somebody who's quite you know like the Osvaldo Franco with yeah. the Lee Stevens you know, totally. I'd like to see that interview, I'd like <laughs> to see that debate of the alien versus demon. I don't think Spotify wants to air that. They don't want any part of that. Yeah, I mean, who knows what sticklers are on that contract, man. They're not going to push that narrative. One of the last great UFO interviews was Larry King when he had uh, Stan Friedman on, Bob Lazar, George Knapp, James Fox. That was amazing back then. Yeah. Not in the same room. Yes. He didn't yeah. have him in the yes, same room. Bob Lazar with he, he had no, Bob Lazar. Bob with, Lazar was uh, um, Bob Lazar's never been with Stanton Freeman. No, it was, it was Bob Lazar and what's his name? Wasn't it the Rich's favorite ufologist, Corbelli? Corbelli. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I'm thinking. Of, no, it was old man. Uh, maybe. Well, whatever. That was a great time. That's when ufology was pretty cool, and we didn't have social media, and there wasn't the UFO Twitter young guns ruining everything and believing everything Lou says. And he. Now let me ask everybody here: Does anybody know? Have can anybody tell me where I can find Lou Elizondo's body of work? He was with the DIA, right? He was. Defense intelligence. You'll never find it. Right. Because I'm talking how, about how when they, he was with ATIP and, uh, you know, ATIP or the UFOs. Yeah, I want to see. He was, he was always with DIA. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Say so you'll never find that. But, I mean, that's just not how intelligence works. Intelligence but works by does, changing the names. Why would they pick a guy like him? He's perfect. Do you think that he was punished for something he did and they put him in the UFO office? and I think here. he was rewarded. Wow. And I think he, I think uh, not only was he rewarded, I think he is being rewarded. I think that guy is except like if you listen to him, if you've ever done any soft skill work, like how to talk to people, how to manipulate, like how to lead questions, any of that kind of stuff, that guy is a fucking master. He is good. He could teach a master class. Not only does he control every conversation he takes part in, 
He steers it the way he wants it to go. Uh, he can complement at the right time. He puts that right side shuffle on. You would have to have someone pig-headed to just attack, and then he would just play defense. He's good. Well, you want to know why he may look that way? Because Thanks, Skinny Bob. Thank you. Editing? No, because every time he does an interview, the guest or the host is given a list of questions that he has to ask, not allowed to ask anything else outside of that. They give these people the parameters because Dave Scott said that when he was on his yeah. show. So, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think lose that great at all. Uh, that's that's interesting. Yeah. No, that so the the parameters would be technical, probably information that he doesn't have on the subject because he doesn't have years of study. Right. Uh, if I had to guess, and I, I mean, I don't know. I I, I don't know. But uh, if I had to guess from dealing with people like that. Um, they don't have technical information to pretend to be who they are. Yeah, but they're D- great. David, at David, can I, can I just can I just stop you there just for one second? No because for anybody in the, that's in the audience that I I I know you on a personal basis, um, mm-hmm. I know you don't, this, the reason why you blurred out. Okay, mm-hmm. so so I know you kind of got a background of this kind of stuff. You you know a little bit about it. Um, a so, bit. So so. Carry on with this. I just wanted to let the audience know that when you're talking oh, about Lou, you might know what you what you're talking about. When yeah. So like, I always ever... wanted to ask you about this guy. And I've never actually picked up the phone and. Oh no, do... he's great. He's fucking great and jolly. She's slick. She's not as good as he is, but she's slick. Um, I mean, I'm impressed because she she can at the same time exude attractiveness and authoritarianism, and she can play on that male fantasy. It's fucking good. Dude, that's slick. That's that's next level thinking. I like it. I mean, not her, but that execution is phenomenal. So what you see him do is he slips questions, uh, not the technical questions, but like when they start bearing down on detail or his experience or his thought, he immediately redirects the question. Or he compliments. And if he compliments, you always see him start with compliments right out of the gate, like almost flattery, like, Jesus, stop grabbing that guy's balls. You know what I mean? It's to keep the other guy from coming at him. It's basic, man. Mm-hmm. It's a basic tactic. They teach every narc officer that when you go in, be super flattering, kiss ass, builds immediate rapport. Uh, and then you'll also see him ask advice. The reason you ask advice of someone is it makes you appear. It puts you on equal ground. It makes you feel like we're together in this. He's fucking good. And not only that, he does it seamless. Like he, he had to be one of their top guys to get picked for this. So you won't find anything out about him. Not by a long shot. Not by a long shot, but he's good. I mean, <laughs> I'd, yeah, I mean, I'd shake his hand just on that shit. I mean, be impressed with skills. Game meets game, you know. I wow. guess I've been watching him for so long. I see it. I see all of his tells. Well, you're also inherently distrusting, and that's a good quality to have. Um, no, I'm. I think I'm a very good bullshit detector as well. I was Where's I was that? raised to to watch out for people who lie. My dad taught me everything I need to know. He was an ex cop. My you know CIA was in my family, so I learned a lot of things growing up. And yeah, it, I, and I, I, no and I went to school, huh? I said I have no law enforcement family. Oh uh, uh, well, not yeah. that that it's necessary. I mean, some people are just you know better at it. Um, some are, but I I definitely am so used to looking at him. I can. I can see the bullshit. I know what he's doing, just like you said. He is good at it. He's. Good. I mean, if you look at look at his stage of the the people who thunk. Maybe even in the chat. I'm not watching it, but 
he he gets him. I mean, he's 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 crafted to this. I know, and it makes me mad to watch them because they fall for it, the guests. You know, they don't ask them anything hard. They won't go off script. I'm like, come on, man, just do it. It's about money. What are they selling? Yeah. They got a big name on that's being commercially promoted that'll only help them. And the algorithm, they won't get shut down when it's searched. You know, move that channel up, get a few more views, make a few more bucks. It's all I know. I hate it. I, I think that goes against what I believe in. You would you, think, and thank you, Dorothy Hawkins, but you, you for the super chat. I appreciate that. You would think. Oh, and uh, Lisa, bring Lou. Lou, I'll have Lou on any day of the week, but I don't think he'd want to come on this show or Richie's show. Not a chance. Uh, I, because I, I think that exactly what David's saying there, and that what you're saying, Rich. None of these channels that have Lou on, they may. They may get given a um, what they're allowed to ask beforehand before he goes on the show, but they they may not. It might just be that you know they they feel like shit. I've got Lou on. I need to be nice. Maybe I can get the guy on again. Yeah, of course. And get those uh, those views. I I don't understand why nobody's asking him the, those critical questions. I I think. Uh... I think Rich is actually right on that. I, I bet they probably do give him things that's go or no go, and it would have to be technical. So, like, if you're learning that part of tradecraft, um, you can never answer technical questions. That's why you'll see people with, like, the, the NSACI usually have some kind of cover. Even if they really work for them, they have a cover. It's, I don't know, everyone likes to pretend to be spy, right? Unless you're, like, the greeting analyst at, at the Pentagon, which actually I, I know one of those guys, or he used to be one of those guys. But... uh so when you get into that, you can't answer details. That's why you see these people have absurdly bizarre. I'll give you two exact case studies, two, two case studies of two people I know. And to this day, they will hold down one. He deals in international timber for a company that is not online, that you cannot find anything about him. And he travels extensively. <laughs> uh, another lady, uh, she is a high end technical anal- analyst and she uh, works with what is it? Collecting metrics from. Um, what are they called? The server towers or what? But connections between blah blah. blah. I don't know. It's it's this crazy, stupid technical title. The only thing is, she happens to work for a company that I met and went to dinner with the VP of. Now I knew him and I know what he does, and it's not lumber. <laughs> and he met her uh, near where he works, and in that area, all those buildings. This is what these people do. She she probably works for the NSA. In all honesty, she probably works for the NSA. Um, and there's no way she could have known that. But this company is also known, like a lot of companies, big international multi, they'll give out covers. It's a technically a real job that this person has never shown up for a day of work for. If you were to call the boss that he's on payroll of, no one's ever heard of them. But yeah, they're on payroll. They're just on assignment. It It's just, it's one of those things because you give them either a crazy technical job or you give them a crazy boring job. But when you start pushing into the cover and asking details like, oh, so what do you think about the redwood fur and the whatever beetle he'll fall apart because he doesn't know shit about trees she doesn't know shit about technical anything that's why the name is impressive or boring and so i guarantee when it sort to relate that field craft when lou goes on you cannot ask him technical questions if he was really studying ufos if he was really in ufology there's no way he could answer any of those questions so you cannot ask him those everything will fall apart 100 percent but he can carry the conversation chat be friendly make it seem like he's saying a lot without actually saying anything Right. 
and he's really good at diversionary tactics. So when you go into the conversation, you ask him a question, kind of like I did earlier when you asked, David, why did you ask Rich when he went through the door? And I alluded to something else, changed the subject, and we went on. It's just craft, man. And nobody went back to it. Hell, the chat probably forgot about it until this oh, moment. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a skill, man. It it's is? just a skill. Yeah. On, now the on question the comes down, am I a liar or not? But yeah, I, I know. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, he's good. <laughs> and uh, Anjali good. is, like you said. She's good. She's slick. not as good. Yeah, but she's yeah, good. She's pretty and, good. Yeah, she she plays on the feminine wiles part, like how she yes. sits, her her positioning, what she's wearing. That's not an accident. Uh, she knows what she's doing. She she's gonna appeal because most men who grew up with a uh, mother in the household or a strict or an out of mother have some, you know, it's that bitchiness, attractiveness, mm-hmm. and she can immediately play on that. She's not an unattractive woman. She knows how to hold herself. She knows how to give it back, but at the same time, be polite. That's a skill. It's that's, like. That's, yeah. How women like the bad boy. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent analogy. Yeah. Just my thoughts. What do I know? I'm just a I tall tr- asshole. <laughs> yeah, I definitely throw her a bang. That's for sure. <laughs> so. I would not. I would. I would not. Just to say I did it. No. I think <laughs> I might get the truth out of her. I doubt it. Say I, it. In fact, I guarantee the whole thing would be a lie. So, so That's David, right. <laughs> David, do you do you do you do you believe? What do you th- so? Because so, it was, I I get what you're saying with Lou. Yeah. But what what do you think he's doing it for? What do you think? Because I think it, I think there is something that's real. The only reason you invest assets to be a disinformation asset at that level, going national, is because you are trying to stop someone from looking. And I guarantee it has something to do with something they're involved in. Because the people who are serious will immediately discredit him as bullshit. The people who are sycophants and follow him will go with the minutia of the lie, and that's where he's turning the detail. There's going to be truth, but everything surrounding that truth will be a lie that's going to lead you somewhere else. That's the key. That's so, the key. So do you think, after what you've learned from what Lewis said over the last several months, do you think he thinks they're demons? Yeah. Because his higher-ups told him that. Yeah, that's where I think is the piece of the truth. I think oh, they do yeah. believe that. Wow. I mean, that's just... Because the fact that most people would dis- use that as disinformation or, or like just offhand, is like, well, fucking Lou said it. And you know what he said? That's right. Lou said that first. But Lou said... He didn't say it. Lou said his higher-ups told him, you're not going to get this information because, Lou, they're demons, and we're not going to go into that anymore. End of discussion. That, yeah, yeah right? I think that's 100% true. That right. is that is his mission statement. But does Lou believe it's demons, I wonder? Oh, he's a government spook. He he believes whatever your Uncle they Sam tell tells him. him to. He's a fucking <laughs> believer. Yeah. 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 I don't Guys like know, that are man. scary, man. Guys like that are scary. Yeah, they believe. Pardon? They said guys like that are scary because they believe what they believe. But in. Lou didn't like the answer that he got from his higher up. Did that's he? what made him. Did he not? No, that's why he left a tip. That was story. Yeah, that was in season one of Unidentified, episode four, in the last six minutes. Oh, I'm. I'm. If it's on TV, it's got to be true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that's what Lou said. Lou I, said I. I I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure that's what Lou said. That's exactly what Lou needs to say. 
I know, I know. It's- I guarantee you, Lou's still going to retire. Like all these years he's working right now, he's still giving government credit towards his retirement. He's oh, still yeah. G whatever. Yeah, he's still getting paid, man. He's None of that is two changed. dimes in already. Hell yeah. Also, so it, it's just it's just expanded now. He's gonna get that full pay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot of money. It, it doesn't yeah, make it sense. It doesn't make sense. The demon thing driving Lou away from a tip. If it was his higher ups, if it was his seniors that have access to more information than he does, then for him for him to leave because he was given more information about the subject he was involved in doesn't make sense. No, so, uh, no, it, it, it's taken out of context. That's why 100%. it doesn't make sense. Yeah, 100%. but I think the interesting thing here because I could look at the chat as well at the same time. But yeah, I find it. Um, <laughs> I am trying to. I find it dead, uh, dead odd that, like, when you think about the conversations we have when we, we come on these shows, how many people won't entertain the word demon on it? And I think the, the be- I think the best way to think about this is, if you were to turn around and say, right, well, if, if you're happy that the idea that these might be interdimensional, then surely a... A demon is just something that's inter- uh, that's interdimensional, but are like bare bones, fucking malevolent. You know, not a good hint inside that like husky soul. And I, th- I think because the word demons are being thrown around too much, it's being tied too much to classic religion, and that's turning people off the idea. When I when I think of this as being demons, I just think of something that doesn't naturally exist on this plane that for some reason just wants to hurt human beings like just a malevolent force that's the antithesis of the, like what we look at as good and, and see that's that's you looking at by through your eyes through your your mm-hmm. scope of yeah, experience yeah, yeah. your ethics all that and, and and I'm not disagreeing I'm just saying no, that no. Uh, um Again, it comes back to being able to define these words for what they are or they are not. We're calling it a demon, and I think you're right. Uh, we're calling it a demon. We're moving X, Y, Z. It's and, and immediately everyone has these preconceived notions. Maybe you're right. Maybe it is something from somewhere else. And to us, we see it as malevolent or cruel. And to us, it just sees it as fucking hilarious. Yeah, it's just having a great old time. It you know had one too many uh, you know Milwaukee bests, and uh, it's out for a, a ride or, or to mess with some stupid fleshlings. That don't, I don't really understand chickens, what they are. I don't think chickens have a good opinion of humans. Chickens probably I wouldn't. So especially around farms, what do we do to them? We steal exactly. the, we steal the unborn children, and then when we're we're fed up with them being uh, like walking around, we rip their feathers out and eat them. That's fairly fucking demonic, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, everything on this planet is supposed to be for humans anyway. Mm-hmm. All the animals and everything so we can survive, if you believe in that. Now, Lou left because, Lee, he says, if that's the answer I'm getting, I'm never going to get anything, any answers here on out, if that's what they believe in, that these are demons. So he, that's when he called it. He was, getting, uh, he was getting shut down in every corner, and that was the last straw for him when he heard that from his higher-ups. So that's why he left. It wasn't just that conversation. It was many. And that was the final straw. Well, if he'd have been a Mormon, they would have told him more. <laughs> but this is interesting. And I have been listening from afar because I put, I put my mic on mute and put the, the monitor on. 
uh, on the mm-hmm. other computer. But going back to what Lee, Lee said bef- before and about Germany going to uh, Antarctica mm-hmm. uh, during a war. So Tom DeLong said on, um, on Rogan's show that he believes the Roswell crash was something German. He believes whatever crashed in Roswell was a German cra- craft. So they put it out as, I've got hip cups. They put it out as a, a UFO and then they retracted it literally the, a day later because they realized what they actually had was German. It was German technology, which Maybe. is interesting when you're going, when you're talking about Lou talking about them being demons and whatever. And Antarctica is, it's, it's really, it's nobody's ground, is it? You know, no, but we, we're not allowed to go for his holidays to Antarctica. Um but Germany, during the war, during the war, um, you know, they sent a full team out there. I think, I think there was a few. How many soldiers did they send? Lee, there's a lot of a lot of them that went out to Germany, uh, went out to Antarctica. There was something, wasn't it? Ten thousand or something? If they found, was that when they found a new Schwabenland with Admiral Byrd? Sorry, I'm not going to call it oh, Germany because no, I, 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 lo- I love Germans. Germany. It was the Nazis. Okay. Yeah, what's the I difference? Like, there's a lot of difference. Ger- yeah. Germans are great, but, but, but hey, I'm just trolling Germany. I, I just, you know, I had a bad I, I steak know, one time <laughs> in Munich, and hey, I, I've never gotten over it. Beautiful, oh, it's a beautiful country. They have no sense um, of humor. <laughs> steal all the steal all the sunbeds. When you got all, <laughs> but now the they they when they went to Antarctica. Some, there's a reason why they went there and why they took so many soldiers to Antarctica. And then Tom DeLong's talking about, and I know whatever people want to say about Tom DeLong, some crazy guy that started up a company, at the end of the day, he had quite a few high up people behind his company, you know, Lou being one of them at, at once upon a time. Steve Justice, Hal um, Potter, I think, is still there. He was talking about on the Joe Rogan show, whatever crashed in Roswell was German. It was a German craft. Mm-hmm. And there was he, over. <clears throat> sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. Cut on. I was just saying the number was just over 4,000 were involved went, with, with Operation she, High Jump. Yeah. It went to. So 4,000 troops during a war yeah. went to Antarctica. Mm hmm. Yep. So forty six and, and forty seven. And do we know? Did anybody go from the United States at that time or the UK? Yeah. Well, that was Rear Admiral Richard uh, Byrd. Exact same. No, I mean I'm talking about the same time. Why send four thousand? I think I don't, wasn't wasn't Admiral Byrd after after the Second World War? Isn't isn't Ollie will talk about what because um, the Nazis sent. A load of troops down there, didn't they? And they found they founded a base down there, which they called New Swabenland. I, I think, um, I think that's what Ollie's talking about. Oh, not, okay. n- yeah, not Operation High Jump, because that was Admiral Byrd's trip. I think that yeah. was after the Second World War. 
It was in 47 and 46, 46, 47. Hmm. I'm looking right at it. Well, I know we got all the uh, Operation Paperclip here in the U.S. We got all the uh, brainy mm-hmm. Nazis. Mm-hmm. Bring them over here and set up our systems. Hello, NASA. I, I live mm-hmm. near a bunch of their uh, grandkids. So. Oh, wow, that's cool. Them. Not really. <clears throat> they didn't. They didn't necessarily <laughs> get rid of uh, Grandpa's beliefs. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, that's awesome. yeah. Well, I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah. It is teach what their it own. Is. Yeah. No. The thing is with this though, and the guys in the chat, I do love Germans because I know that there's quite. I, 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 it's, quite it's quite a big percentage of my followers are, are German, according to the the, the algorithm. Um, I don't like Nazis though. But it's a totally different thing. And there's Nazis Germans. in there is Nazis in every, 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 every England's got a load of Nazis. America's got a load of Nazis. Probably yeah, we Germany, got a lot of Nazis. I don't I, probably Germany's got the least Nazis right now than any other country. Um but I do think there's something in that, in that crash in Roswell. I really do uh, I, I, and Lou talking about them being demons. And Tom talking about there being a crash in Roswell that he believes was Germany. I kind of, as much as people want to call that guy an idiot, I think he's a little bit in the know. You know, he, he or maybe he is told what he's supposed to say. So I, I actually have a theory about Tom DeLonge, why he stopped being a centerpiece and he seemed to have been abandoned. I think they wanted him to be some kind of centerpiece. And he may actually have a better understanding or, or higher view of things because apparently he legitimately studied a lot. Um, I don't know. I don't know the guy. Yeah, but, no, uh, he, he's been yeah. into it. I, I, I uh, as a kid, a few of my mates were in yeah. Blink One Eight Two. I like to get stoned with my mates, and they uh. we listened to some Blink One Eight Two. I was never really into it. It was more yeah. of a bit of a, a trance guy. <laughs> yeah. But, but um, I. But, uh, I, I watched a documentary that he was in, and I think it was in nine, no, probably two thousand and one, something like that. And he was talking about UFOs, and he had all these books. And he was a kid, basically talking mm-hmm. about UFOs. He talks about JFK. He talks about all the conspiracies, and it was like a, he was basically saying what he does when he goes on tour. He reads all these UFO documentaries. Uh, mm-hmm. UFO books and watches documentaries and this, that, and the other, because there was no smartphones back then. So I know he, he's genuinely been in this for a long time. He's been into it since he was a kid. So yeah, that, I, think that, he's, I think he's passionate and dumb, and you can't have someone like that be your figurehead because he just can't control himself. Talking about you know? me? No. <laughs> Tom DeLong. Oh, Tom DeLong. Yeah. Maybe you, I mean, I mean that's so you was, got you, David. You were saying there's a reason why you think they picked him. Yeah, I, th- I think because he is genuinely passionate and dumb. Wait, uh, yeah. they didn't pick him. He chose them. Yeah, right? he, didn't he get yeah. help from Hal Putoff or something like that? No, but did they probably choose after his hounding them down? Did, did they yeah. choose his company? Yeah, definitely. Mm. He was in. I mean, there was correspondence, wasn't there, between him um, and. The general, what's his name? Put off? No, no Hil- Hillary, Hillary Clinton's campaign manager. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, John Podesta. Yeah, yeah. There was emails between them two, wasn't there? That were in the WikiLeaks emails. Mm-hmm. 
he said yeah. he said that on the Rogan podcast. He said that, they, that you may you may know they they got leaked. Yeah, so it's obviously one hundred percent trustworthy because there's nothing iffy about that guy at all. No, no, he's a good dude. Good dude. Mm. Good, dude. good guy. Just don't let him babysit your kids. No, absolutely not. Never. <laughs> <laughs> no, not Tom DeLong. Uh, Podesta. Yeah, yeah, no, oh, yeah. yeah. But uh, no, I, don't, I, you know, don't let him take you to a pizzeria either. Yeah. So how I, so I, I've never been a UFO guy. How I actually got into this is I've I've kind of always been more interested in spirituality and uh, religion and and paranormal things like that. You know, things that afflict more of what I deal with on a semi regular basis, and uh, in my own affliction. But uh, I found that by following. Uh, I like conspiracy theories and weird things, and I stumbled upon uh, David Politis and the missing four one one cases. I just did a show on that, yeah. Yeah, I I like how he writes that because if you ever read a police report, that's what it is. People are like, well, he's not giving an opinion. No, he's not. He's just giving you facts. Um, And he had given a talk, and I think it was for MUFON uh, in California, and he had said that to understand his books, you need to read Skinwalker Ranch first, then come back and read his books. So I went and read Skinwalker Ranch. I got fascinated by that. I started looking into it. Hal Putoff was part of that. And the study and all the science and research, not the stupid TV show that they got going on, but uh, there's something. Yeah, well, the, 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 yeah, Cormel's. Uh, but uh, not only that, like, I, I think it put together something that people overlook is that you have all this phenomenon and it seemed like a phenomenon. I like to call it a phenomenon. And that's where I found uh, Ray Hernandez. And he was the only person I found so far that kind of made sense. He's like, listen, you find people who see UFOs or have abductions. It's one off. Right, it's this weird one-off instance, most likely. Uh, and then you start talking to them, you realize they live a paranormal life. They had one strange instance, but they live a paranormal life. They have paranormal encounters on the regular. Like that is more of their life than the other thing. And when I started talking, and, and of course I I spent a little money to get the good tickets so I could talk to him in person, and just found out more and more and more from him. And he was onto something there. And I I think. To me, I mean, and I know nothing. I'm not a UFO researcher. I wouldn't definitely call myself a paranormal researcher or anything. Uh, but it is a fascination, and I do see a correlation there. Because when you do talk to those people, you'll find, oh, yeah, you know, I was haunted, or I have things happen at my house, or, you know, I, I see shadow people, or, or strange dreams, or there's some weird link connection. And we always focus on the most sensational thing, but not the other stuff. Like if you listen, or the Sierra tapes, whether you think that's real or not that's a bizarre instance. Those guys stories that all mesh up that people have been out there and seen lights in the woods and heard these things and seen things. It's not so much about Bigfoot chattering, which everyone focuses on. It's about all the other things that then follow them to their house and things start happening there. So they attract attention somehow and it follows them. You hear the same thing about Skinwalker Ranch or Blindfoot or that just that Unitaw area. There are areas in this world that seem like it's thinner or if we talk about energy, maybe there's some kind of formation that allows that energy from wherever the place is in between to pass through. I don't know. I don't know, but that's, that's how I ended up actually meeting Ollie kind of and uh, checking out his channel. But yeah, yeah I'll yes, put off. It, it is. <laughs> you, you, wait, you, I mean, I hope you don't mind me saying this, but... You you messaged me and said you're supposed to be here. Yeah. Message. Yeah, I think so. The um the thing you skin, a, skin, I, I I do have a ginger beard. Yes. No, I was going to say a ginger pussy. I mean, you were going to show it earlier. 
the thing the thing with Skinwalker Ranch though is there's there's so much stupidness when it comes to I have a theory about that. I have a theory. I definitely would like Rich's opinion on this because Rich, you I've watched a couple of your shows before. I'm actually I'm not gonna say, but I I follow you. I, I, I'm entertained many times when I have the time. So you do a good job. Um, Thank you. And yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so I, I'm curious to get your opinion on this. I think, or at least I, I looking at the looking at the aggregate, right? I'm looking at the outside, throwing around big rocks here. Um, I find people who get into it and get a taste of something real more often than not get lost in the hunt of fame. Like they almost lose their fucking minds from the people that they were to who they turn into in a pursuit. Yep. It's like, like a weird, like if you ever saw a stir of echoes, right? You ever seen that movie with, with Kevin, Kevin Bacon? Bacon? Yeah. Yeah. Where right. he sees, he sees the dead girl once or twice and it just drives him out of his fucking mind. Right. He's just pursuing it. He can't let it go. It won't stop. Now, I'm not saying something like that happens, but I'm saying they have an experience. Like the people who go out there have an experience because one of the things they say on the ranch is if you're new, you'll have an experience. And I, I'm, I'm tr- working to try and get Ollie hooked up with a guy who was out there and got sued for hundreds of thousands of dollars for breaking a non disclosure out there. And uh, then got it. He's a great well, He's an okay dude. But uh, <laughs> he's nice enough. I like him. All right. Um, but uh, he, for a while, seemed to almost be infected with this, like, bitterness and insanity. And when he moved away from there and let it go, totally different person. Yeah. Mellowed the fuck out. And I see this so much in this. These people, it's it's almost like they have an infection and a push behind them. Like, they've experienced something, they let something in, or enough just to influence, just enough that plays on that ego and keeps pushing. You know, that, you know, luckily, all he hadn't got yet yet like possession light you know i don't like the word possession having actually seen people that were possessed i think that is grossly overused think of uh like a uh what are those scammers they call all the time about your car's warranty kind of like that but you don't know how to hang up on them a demonic cold caller yes that (laughs) is great a demonic cold caller i i love that exactly because these people get spun out, and I'm sure Rich has seen that happen to maybe a lot of people. I don't know. I, I would love that input. The people I've noticed that start small, get a taste, that ego rides, and it's, you know, I get it's the fame, but a lot of these people aren't famous. They're just losing their shit. And I, I always attributed it to the wrong person being a little too close to the unknown, like it's a side effect or something. I don't know. Well, they, I think it's because they're addicted to it. It's an addiction. And there's a guy named Jeff Woolwine. When I was coming up, this guy came up right after me, and he has a, a website, and it's um, Petroglyphs in the Sky. And he thought he was making a connection with the, the petroglyphs on the rocks with sightings that he was having, which were balloons. He's like a Robert Bingham. There were strings on these things, turtle balloons. I mean, I was all over this guy, and all... Every time I saw him at an event, he goes, Hey, Richard, I'm writing a book. I'm going to be famous. Yeah, I'm going to be on TV. He paid to be on cable TV, you know, not have a public access. <laughs> so that was him being on TV. Um, 
but I'm I'm gonna be famous. I'm gonna make so much money. I'm like, that's all you care about, man. You're 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 the the disease that I I fight against. I can't stand it. Um, but in 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 the same breath, the guy had an interesting take on the rocks. But you talk to an expert on the petroglyphs, and they were nothing but you know they said were fantasies of the Hohokam and all this other stuff about the natives. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's the type of person that I was introduced to early on, and it happened with Jaime Mosan when he fir- he quit sixty minutes to follow UFOs because he couldn't believe that day on the the eclipse that you know they were seeing Venus, they were seeing planets, but they were calling them UFOs. Um, <laughs> and ever since then, Jaime's been putting up a lot of bullshit. You know what I mean? The guy's just doing it because it's addicting, I think. He likes the attention. 55 million people watch him every time he's on TV in Mexico. It's a, wow. it's a crazy thing that's going on over there with him. But yeah, it's dangerous to the community, though. Because everything becomes something unexplainable to them. And now we have new people doing it. You know, Bledsoe, Anjali, and, you know, just to name a few. It's it's terrible. And and then I watch and I see this guy. I don't know if you know um, Timothy McShill. I call him Tim McShillin, Timothy McMillan from The Debrief. I do not. Oh, okay. Well, he's part of the UFO Young Guns, but, yeah. And I don't he know fa- who that is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, somehow Timothy this guy, McVeigh, I know who he is. Yeah, well, but, uh, he, same same kind of mind, I think. But this guy's a scumbag. He's a scumbag lieutenant when he was a lieutenant. He was a scumbag army guy. He's a scumbag, period. But he's being held as something that's very important to ufology, and the guy's a scam, in my opinion. But anyway, I don't know why I got into that, just because you guys, you know, you brought up how yeah. people turn and they change and, and like I see that all the time. Yeah, I think I've kept my ground. I've been grounded. I think I don't think I've changed at all. You listen to my show seventeen years ago. It's same me, same yeah, thing. Rich, what you just said there, I'm I'm going to come to Lee for this because yeah, because he, he because with what we're doing now and what we're I'm not going to say we're pushing, but we're talking about everything that goes on when it comes to any sort of UFO news. We'll touch on it. Lee, do you see that we're doing almost a service to the narrative that, that the way that it's it, 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 you know what I'm saying, don't you, Lee? I I don't think you are. I th- I think there's a special- no, but oh, we're n- probably not meaning to Lee. But do you think we that we we are? Um. I, d- I don't think so because I mean even the even the like the conversation. Do you do you mean like you and Rich personally, or do you mean like ufology as a whole? I so. mean the nice yes. people in the community that what that really want to do some make a oh, difference. Oh yeah, no, I, I think they're absolutely pushing the agenda for the people that want to put them to push the agenda, especially like we said this last week, especially the newer channels that are gaining momentum. No, well, I think what Alien Addict was saying is if me and him are talking about these nasty people, are we promoting them without trying? I mean, yes. is that, yeah, right, we are. Yeah, maybe, but it, you're still offering a balance though, aren't you? Because you're, yeah. you're, you're offering the balance to um, the UFO channel that's out there talking about every New York Times article that comes out. That's right. Okay. 
Okay, but, but both of you got the wrong end of the stick there, because what I actually meant was, what if we're oh. absolutely talking nonsense when it comes to aliens and UFOs? Oh, could what be. What, back to the title of the video, what if it's demons? What if what we're doing is actually no good for anybody? Oh. And we're, we're promoting this. The wrong thing. We're promoting the wrong thing. I'm comfortable. No, with what, 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 <laughs> what if, what if, what if, what if I'm going to have to pay a price for doing what I do every as week? As long as it's not a sexual channel. thing, yeah, you'll be yeah. all right. But you're not coming on here every week and going. I hope not anymore. I believe. Yeah, no, exactly. So you've like you've. I mean, I, I don't even know because I was going to say you, you've moved and you've grown with what you're doing. Who knows? You you might have been right before and are wrong now. You know, it, but it's it's just the nature of the beast, isn't it? I mean, let, let's let's all be perfectly honest about this. That this uh, probably would have conversation would have probably been more around like the older conversations we used to have about UFOs if it hadn't been so heavily pushed by like government because I've I've always had a healthy distrust for all governments uh, as you should it, yeah, yeah and it's it seems to be something that's sorely missing at the minute is uh, distrust in government um or at least from certain certain sections of populations but yes i mean as soon as it's as soon as this start becoming like this official thing don't get me wrong i was excited you know i remember saying on podcasts uh, or uh, live streams we've done before saying like you know fuck we in the middle of lockdown like but we basically had like soft disclosure with the the tic tac at first night and nobody paid any attention to it <laughs> and uh but it's just now now, now and more and more it feels like it's there for a purpose and not an upfront straight purpose well, I mean somebody can definitely articulate or uh, make that happen in the government they have think tanks of people who sit around and do that and if you're familiar with those you got a lot of smart people sitting around working you know, shit out probability there, there is a unit in the UK called the nudge unit um, it's part of our, uh, part of like a an offshoot of the um, of UK intelligence it's completely out there it's not like clandestine or anything like that and they are so good at moving the public in various ways. Like they, through the whole situation being here for two last two years, they've been very busy. Other um, countries in this channel band. No, no, no. I, no, I was going to back Lee yeah. up there. Other other countries are actually wanting to use. Yeah, what we, have. we we export. We not say anything bad. No, no. We export our nudge unit to other countries. Yes, to help them learn how to clandestinely control their own populations the fucking james bond way baby unreal um i i I can't uh like praise this uh author um anymore and i've forgotten her name but her book is called um state of fear and it's fucking brilliant so something to think about and uh i don't know i guess we're getting a little off topic but Mm-hmm. Um, in my experience, which isn't much, but uh, if you take a minute, just look at the U.S. because that's my experience, right? We have the CIA, who has multiple departments within it. The NSA has multiple departments. You have the DIA. You have Army Intelligence, Naval Intelligence. Uh, Air Force has their own cyber division, which is one of the biggest in the world. Um, 
all of these things operate clandestine. They move governments, they move pieces, they overthrow things. And people still think that their voice, their vote, and their thoughts matter. If you watch any of the news channels, they all say the same shit. Exactly. Like, not even like, oh, it's kind of close. It's the same thing. And yeah, man, I, I'm a firm believer that once you see the bars and the chain around your neck, you're not a slave. You're not a sheep. You're just a prisoner. Right. Just looking for that moment to figure out how you can cut it loose. How can you distance yourself or how can you use them to do your work for you? You just got to make that choice. But as far as it applies to this, I think uh, their disinformation tactics with the people you hear going the loudest. That's why they're there. They're going to give you a piece of truth because that's you can hear sincerity in someone's voice. You can hear the truth ring most of the time in someone's voice. That's why the the hook has to be truth. And then from then on out, we're going to start moving you in the direction we want you to move. Um, yeah. I mean, hell, they teach that shit in sales classes. Like, it's not clandestine anything. As I've been in sales for a long time in my career, uh, be- before all this, um, I kind of see what's what with a lot with a lot of um, news, uh, major media. If you're a YouTube channel, I see I see the sales aspect yeah. of it. And you it, see the it, you see the hook, yeah, the investment, yeah, I, the pitch, the relationship building. Now you're just waiting on the close. And what is the close? You know, <laughs> that's the terrifying part. <laughs> you know, like what is Lou Elizondo's close? That's a problem. I don't think he's anywhere near there. He's still getting an investment. Do you think we, we that any of the 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 big guys will will ever touch on this? I mean, I know we we just, we've just spoke about Lou mentioning the fact that it it's it's demons, but nobody's touching on that. Nobody. So so interestingly enough, there are Jeremy Corbell touched on it once, twice. In an interview that he did with Nerdwire, yeah, yeah, not three times. I think it was like Nerdwire, or uh, it had a guy named Bowser that was running it. And I like some of the other videos he did, so I watched it. And it's actually how I found out about Corbell. He was doing a promotional run for uh, not Skinwalker Ranch, the one with the guy who had a piece of metal in his knee. You know what I'm talking about? It's a Netflix documentary. Patient Seventeen. Yeah. Yeah, 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 thank you, Patient Seventeen. So when he was on there, he was telling them like, "Hey, man, that's nothing. I'm doing Skinwalker Ranch. You won't believe." And he starts going through all this stuff. And they're like, well, what do you think it is? He's like, it's fucking demons. He's like, oh, can I say that? And they're like, yeah. They pulled that episode down. Wow. So, and I think it was his original documentary. Maybe it's still in there or not at the Skinwalker when he's talking to George Knapp at the end. He's like, well, why don't you say what it is, George? And they bleep out what he's saying. And George just shakes his head and he's like, I'm not going to do that. And says, I'm not going to say that word and walks wow. off camera. No way. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, so those were two bits, and I think that may still be at the end of the documentary when they're talking about because he's trying to pump nap, right? I think it's after the credits or whatever because I bought it when it came out. Yeah, yeah. And um, I'm probably still... You gotta have it. it. Yeah, it, it, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's still there at the end. And he just won't talk about it, and you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then shortly thereafter, Luke Elizondo comes out, and he's like, well, they told me it was demons, and it can't be that, so I have to know. He hooked you with truth that he was able to easily push because I'm sure they did tell him that. And when you look at the Bigelow stuff and the accounts that they have had out there with generals, people in the intelligence, people getting possessed by black clouds, and they they freak them the fuck out, which makes sense because little known fact, the American intelligence community is 
made up of a shitload of Mormons. Um, yeah, there you go. Thank you, Dark Sky. I liked his interview. I like his channel. I want to get him on again. He, yeah. He's a busy man. Who is he? Our time stuff don't me. always, but, but you know, he, yeah. he, he's, he's a good guy. Yeah. Good guy. Go subscribe, uh, people. Yeah, so so when I, I, I look at it from that aspect, like, it's an interesting thing. So the intelligence community is made up heavily of Mormons because, one, they're clean living, they can pass the background checks, and they're believers. Like, they are ingrained from youth. You find a lot of people who work in clandestine have heavy religious backgrounds, and it's something you can play upon because it tells you a lot about someone with a heavy religion. Like, I'm not talking, like, I believe in things spiritually or God, or I'm, I'm searching for the nation. No, these are the rules you need to follow. Fuck yeah, I'm following the rules. I want that guy. Why? Because he'll do whatever the fuck I tell him once I can convince him to believe in what we're doing. And that's an easy thing to do. It's an easy con, man. So how do you do that? See, this is, I always scratch my head. And think, how do you radicalize someone? How, so, that okay, will definitely so, so, get the channel taken down, brother. Let's be a little bit careful yeah. with this one, but... Yeah, I already how, have issues flying on planes. I'm good. How how would um how would somebody like Lou be given that position in the first place? How would he he be um, He's trusted? Okay, and and what type of person would he have to be to do that job? In his eyes, would will he, would he be looking like I'm doing this for my country? Yeah, in his eyes, everything he does justifies the end. A guy like that is a fucking believer. He's dangerous. You don't play with people like that. You don't play with people who believe in a cause. Um, like I'm morally flexible. You can deal with me. I guarantee you, Lou is not morally flexible. In fact, when you see it and he's kind of questioned and pushed, you can see that steel rise up in him, and you can see it flash. I mean, especially even on the fucking TV show. And it, I mean, they make him look grandiose. But if you know what you're looking at, you look at a man who will not break. He will follow the rules. He'll follow an order. Those people are worth their weight in gold. Uh, to the government. To the rest of us, they're just, you know, Gestapo. But, uh, yeah, that's the kind of guy. That's that kind of guy. I've met men like that. I know men like that. They're <laughs> you don't play with that guy. Because he'll lie to you, he'll steal from you, he'll sell your family down the river because it's for the greater good, man. It's for America. It's for the country. It's for the world. It's for humanity. He's, he is in the right. And there's nothing you can say or do that will ever tell him he is not. You will always lose that conversation, that fight, or that argument. Not with me. He won't no. beat me. I he wish he would come on. on my show. I know. I wish yeah. he would come on. I've got an answer for everything he can say. Yeah. Well, that's what well, happens when you watch something, you know, somebody every time they speak. Yeah, they're going to be strategic about where they put him. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. You they know. have been, obviously. Yeah. Hey, it's Dave just... Scott, when he was on Spaced Out Radio, they went off script and Elizondo got angry. And he says, oh, I don't like they were talking about Greer. Like Greer wanted him to go on third phase of Moon and have I a debate. That. And mm-hmm. Elizondo goes, um... Uh, you know, and he's stammering around a little bit, and he goes, I don't deal with terrorists. I don't negotiate with terrorists, and he's a crybaby, and he started calling them names and stuff on a show. It was amazing. Think about that statement for a second. I mean, analyze it. I, I don't know. negotiate with terrorists. You just, un- like, that statement unveils his fucking worldview. And Absolutely. where he is, where you are, where Greer is, you're a fucking terrorist, 
and he's going to win because he's on the side of right. Isn't that amazing? That's crazy shit, man. You don't play with people like like Ange- Ange- Anjali. I mean, it probably be a lot of fun, but you could get hurt. <laughs> like it's, it ain't none to play with, man. Uh, okay, David, you you keep mentioning Anjali. What what are your thoughts on? Do you think I don't want to be another Anjali show? Oh, she's she's totally but, full did, shit. No, but is hundred percent full <laughs> shit. She's so full what, shit. Is, is that for personal gain? Uh, I I I don't think so. So do you think she's being paid to do this? Everybody's paid to do everything. It's just what uh, they no, get paid well, in. I think what I'm saying. Do you think she's she's one of the people that's? Do you think it's so? so the the do way I think I, she's been put up to it. I, I think yeah. she's doing a book. No, I think she's yeah. doing it. So, so I think she's personally. I think she. I think she wants to be the next uh, Stephanie or um, who's who's the. The witch lady, uh, the the not witch, not a witch. Sorry, the Harry she does, Potter. She speaks about witches and wizards. Yeah, Harry Potter lady. What's she called? She um, lives in your country. J.K. Rowling. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she's definitely not. She's not a witch. Love a lady. Uh, so she's. Do you think she wants to be the next sort of J.K. Rowling or the uh, Rowling, 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 or the um, what's the name? The 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 girl that did the really shit books about the vampires. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's not my Twi- the Twilight Saga. Yeah. Oh god, about the rapey vampire. Yeah, do you Fox think she wants to sleeps? be that? Do you think she wants to be that? A rapey vampire? Think? I don't know. I mean, everyone has goals. Or do you think? No, but what I'm saying, I think what I'm saying to you is, do you think she works for somebody? And I she's don't gonna- know. I, I know she. She's not. You, you know, she's good at what she does. She's good at what she does, but she is not Luana Elizondo good. Um. So, and and the thing is, so like misinformation, you wouldn't release two assets like that. Like that doesn't. Mm. That, you're overkilling. They're gonna step all over each other. That's fucking dumb. Like if you want one team to do a thing, you don't send another team to do a thing in the same area. Like that's just fucking dumb. Unless you yeah. want to confuse people. No, you just keep the one team. Okay. Uh, just, just like uh, if you're sending in a SWAT team to clear a house, one even if you have multiple teams, one team goes in because they work together. You send another team, you got friendly on friendly. No, I know, but this we're talking about words instead of actions in this one. Yeah, but the principles follow the same. Yeah, I, I especially guess so. with people like that. Yeah, it, it her like I, I somebody put out like what is allegedly her resume. It looks like she was pretty low level and everything, but she would have definitely had some kind of classes, some kind of training, or she would have been her. And if you hang around the people with the training enough and you're smart enough, which she is clearly a very intelligent lady. Manipulator, uh, yeah. Yeah, she's good um, at that anyway. I mean, she, I mean, most of these people you see go on and you'd be like, oh, that person's full of shit or whatever. Um, she's, I like her. I like her. She's, well, she's, she's dangerous. Something, uh, something about I, I, I just, I, I just I like sh- blondes and redheads are my thing, man. I, I, she, I, 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 I don't believe that, but I like her. She reminds me of somebody who fakes an injury to get Percocet and go to different doctors and tells the same story over and over. That's what she does. She goes on different shows and spills her guts. And I think she's taking notes. And I think uh, Ollie's right that she may be wanting to write a book. Yeah, maybe not now. Maybe, maybe in a year. Maybe. She yeah. she definitely could do it under a pen name. No one would ever know. Yeah, um, I have right, written, I've written clever. books under pen names. Yeah, she's clever. She's she's a smart. She's a she's a high IQ lady. That's there's no doubt in that. Super manipulative though. Yeah. super. She's a manipulator, and I don't like that. That's part of her turn on though. That's part of her allure. Yeah, that's why I know. she can put things off. Yeah, <laughs> and, and she knows it. And that's like yeah. 
And, and in that self, man, game meets game. That's that's respect. Well done. Uh, you're full of shit, but well done. Yeah. Um, I think people like that, like her, I don't know. I mean, you, you could be 100% right. She's she's had some kind of training somewhere doing something. I mean, she, <laughs> this isn't by accident. No. Lou Elizondo, he, I mean, seriously, he could teach a master class. He's fucking good. Politicians aren't as good as that guy. Um See, and I just so think it's, it's he's just, okay. Just, I don't think her, he's yeah, masterful. She's, she's full, it makes zero sense. If you have a cave full of aliens, what the fuck is everyone waiting on? Who get what Wayne doesn't want us there? Fuck Wayne. There's a cave full of aliens. Keep me off. <laughs> you know? Like, this isn't going to stop. That makes zero It makes zero fucking sense. It makes zero fucking sense. You know? It's like, oh, well, we know where the murder weapon is, but we can't go there because the guy the property owns it has a coal. You fucking kidding me? No, go get the weapon. No one gives a shit. Um, it makes yeah. She's just full of it. Charlie Weiser in the chat says, "Me and Alien Addict don't know how authors do research." Well, that is real interesting because I can. I'm. I think I'm an author. I have a book in the works for myself. Who oh, do you? Yeah, I've been doing it for ten years though. Ten years I've been rewriting and writing and writing and writing it. Is it going to be called Goof on? No. <laughs> the ufo chronicles of rich g used to be my youtube channel there you go well i interestingly enough am an author uh, actually amazon top 100 i know i designed you i designed your book cover don't you, tell that people you don't, that they'll go looking for it i gotta change no, it. no he's told me i'm not allowed to promote it because he doesn't Hell want no. people to know who he is no, i'm doing fine man i have millions and millions of pages read thousands and thousands of books sold wow. I know, every day I know, i've fine. seen it yeah, it's so, crazy, right? So that this that's not how one would do research, I think, and you can do research anyway yeah, to write a book. So authors do research every every different way. Like uh, you that's either write from experience that you know or you do it. Or for her, maybe it's all about playing a game. Do I think she's writing a book? I mean, I don't, I don't know. She could definitely do it. Um, what is she doing? She's that's this before. Has she? Well, then there you go. Yeah. She Any of them sold or? Yeah. She, she has a book books? already. She made it free. Well, then there, there's the thing is, is this would be a hell of a way to get your book. Because part of it is promotion, like moving your book, right? How do you get it out there? How do you do it? Uh, this would be a hell of a way to do that. Just by her speaking this crazy shit that she knows she'll never be called on. And she's smart enough to talk around most people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guarantee she sold books just on the interview she's done. I like how Charlie Weiser thinks that we're stupid I, and Charlie. I know. Smart. I, I it's, Charlie, I have asked you to come on the show. You know, she's we're, like, no, I'm not interested going, in her rabbit hole. She, she, <laughs> I, she, she keeps asking me questions, and I'm like, well, just why don't you just come on the show and ask me the questions? You know, I I'm not a texter for a start. So, as but, a matter of fact, I think I am going down the right rabbit hole. So. <laughs> But, but Charlie, you're welcome on any time, my friend. Hey, everyone, you know what? Every, he could be right. We could be wrong. Everyone, right, right. Opinion. Well, yeah. she, but yeah, it's a she. Charlie's a oh, she. Charlie's a she. Yeah, no, I made no, the no. same mistake. Yeah, no. I, I like Charlie as a girl's name. I, I, I asked you great if, name. I, if, I, if I have a little girl, I call it. I, I call it Charlie. I'd name my I next girl dog Charlie. I call my dog Dave for character yes. building purposes. Solid. Solid. Dave. Dave's a good <laughs> name. Solid manly name. Dave's a good name. No, but on a serious note, I would definitely, Charlie, anytime you can come on the show, I'd love to have you on the show. That's too bad. I wish you would. I'd like to know what I'm doing wrong so I can correct myself before it's too late. She could be anonymous like me. It's fine. (laughs) I love that. The 
there's a frustration with you, my friend, and and it's it's almost because I I think there's something that's at the back of your mind when it comes to this subject of ufology, paranormal. And I know you've seen, you've told me about the, 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 the train set when you was doing work on the house, but do, do you ever see anything in your life that makes you think other than stuff that's going on in the world, but do you ever, do you ever see things personally? You ever have these personal experiences? The the only thing I have, uh, like supernatural wise, that's personal experience is. Tell um, people about the train set. People have heard about the train set, haven't they? Have they? Okay. Yeah. Um, Like, now and again, I get really anxious. And not like a panic attack anxious. Like that whole, I, I should just probably get out of here. This probably isn't a good place to be. But in really weird places, like places you wouldn't think of it, like my, you know, I can clumber around places completely in the dark, yet there's a certain area in the rehearsal studios where I practice with one of the bands I'm in, that, and I, I just do not want to be in that room. It's just a horrible room to be in. As soon as you're in the hallway, that's fine. Um, so I, 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 think there's, I think there's things we pick up on, yeah. Like my first... A little bit like what David was referring to the film um, with, what's his name? Kevin, Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon, where you, you've got that flashlight where you can. Yeah, we. I mean, we can sense danger. And if and if these things are out there, they're probably dangerous to us. So there's even, regardless of how much Netflix we've watched and how much McDonald's we've eaten, um, there's still going to be that thing that's baked into us that's been left in us from generation to generation to generation that says the same reason I think the little grey fella behind uh, Rich is scary that says these these things might be trouble for you. You should probably stay away from them. It's the reason it's the reason what like most people are scared of spiders or snakes. You know it's the You're scared uh, of greys. Yeah, probably. Well, if I met one, I think I'd be very scared of them. I'm unsure of them when they're in cardboard form. <laughs> Always trust your intuition. Do, do you Always think... trust your intuition. Definitely. 100%. Mm. Do, you, do you think, though, with with what you've you've witnessed with... I, I've heard you train set story where you, what, where you were doing a job on a house. Uh, it was an old house... Oldest, oldest house, well, one of the oldest houses on the island I live on, um, over 100 years old. And no one else was in the house? No one else. Well, n- nobody lives in the house because the house where the people live in is next door because it's, if you imagine um, anyone that's watched any British period drama, you get these big grey square houses with large sprawling lawns that have steps going down to them uh, and stables to the side. This house is that old, and the contents of this house is that old, that it's the government pay that family just to upkeep the house so it's kept mm. there for posterity. Uh, so that, like that. Yeah, so that's why they don't live in the house. They live next door, store mm. in the an extension that's been built. I was decorating inside it. Uh, I was doing the windows inside. I did the usual de- decorator thing of going as far up as I could and then as far right as I could. And then um, the 
uh, went into what would be the attic room. The attic room had a you you know like the train set in Beetlejuice. Oh, sorry, the the the, the model town in Beetlejuice. If you imagine that, again. Uh, the model town in Beetlejuice. No, I'm not doing <laughs> not three times, motherfucker. The uh, last last time you got me to say something three times, I got fucked by Candyman. Um, the uh, the yeah. So this like Beetlejuice. Damn it. Uh, size um, train set that was in the, in the place, and I opened the do- opened the door, and the train set was going. There was lights in the windows, and there was smoke coming out of one of the chimneys. And I took one look at that and thought, "Nope." I uh, immediately left the room and painted the door out in the foyer, and I wedged it open. Uh, and I did that for the day because the doors were fucking huge, so it was a day's work. Um, because I wouldn't go back in that house on my own, and I waited till somebody else was with me to go back in the house. The other cr- uh, crazy thing is about it, it was a four-story house with um, a basement level that was downstairs. The um, the uh, after do you know what? Randall Hall in the comments, if you bring up one of the last comments he's just put about the three knocks, has just reminded me about something, and I'll I'll tell you that in a second as well. Um but the there was slave quarters in this in this house, the bottom floor. And me and my friend was we were trying to work out how to get down there. And there was only one door to get down to the slave quarters. That's the there was one one way in. And that was barricaded from the inside, and I still, I still don't understand what that was about. You, you couldn't actually get in. You couldn't get into the slave quarters because it was there was one door down to get down the stairs into it, and it was barricaded from the inside. Maybe they still had slaves. Maybe they did still have slaves. The three knocks thing. Um, that's a. Uh, if you hear three, if you hear three knocks in your dream, you're supposed to someone you know is supposed to be going to die. But I constantly wake up um, thinking somebody's knocking on the door with three loud knocks. Like it happens twice, three times a month, and it's it's oddly enough that's that's come there because it's only been in the last two weeks that I actually started googling it to look if there, if other people. Like woke up with these three knocks, yeah, and it happens to me all the time. It's really weird. I've never, I've never heard this free knock, free, yeah. free knocks thing, but people are. Uh... <laughs> Dave, have you ever heard the free knocks? No, I've, 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 I've never heard that part of the uh, mythos or rich behind free it. knocks. Nope. Well, I can't say no. It, it's happened. No, I've heard knocking. I've just never heard of three knocks signify X. You know, doesn't isn't that mean the three wise men or something? Oh yeah, it's a Bible oh, yeah. reference, isn't it? I hope, oh yeah, I don't mean the show here. <laughs> huh? I must have missed something. It doesn't matter. You did, but the the three. I think the three knocks does is something from the Bible. I'm sure I've heard that. Are you saying you just heard three knocks during the show? I thought it's the crow, crow three times. 
Is that what it is? I'm not the crow. The rooster will walk away three times. Yeah, you'll deny Jesus for the rooster base. Three, yeah. Or deny him three times before the rooster crows. Whatever, yeah. They're coming for the rooster. And, and Lee, you're an atheist. Um, no, not necessarily. But you was. You told me you was. No, no. I um, when we talked about it last week, dabbled. Oh, dabbled. I see. Yeah. He's, he's he's dabbled. He'll go to church and have a, and and then go to the pub after. Yeah. <laughs> but you're not a church goer. You'll go to a wedding. Go to the pub. Yeah, I I don't. I'm not. I I don't know. I I, I don't necessarily. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm same as you probably. Oh, I, don't I don't go to I, church either, man. Yeah, I don't. I don't necessarily mm. trust like organized religion. It's like I don't necessarily trust lots of things. You know, it's the. It, it feels like it's being used as a control mechanism for us. Um, I can't afford what, to go what, to church. I don't have that kind of money. Yeah, but what isn't what isn't a fucking control mechanism nowadays? Well, boys, I think I think this is probably as daring as I've ever been on a YouTube uh, show without actually saying anything, but hinting at certain things. Let's talk about the pizza shop. Uh, I agree. We should talk no. about the pizza shop. <laughs> we should talk about the pizza shop and the Mexican beer. In Rittenhouse. <laughs> Definitely. My man. Yeah, really. David, though, for, for, any, for anybody in, in, in the chat, that, that I don't know if we spoke about this. I know we spoke when you went on holiday. You rang me um, quite... Um, I'd say quite positive considering what happened, but when when you were on holiday with your family, when you was on the beach, would you mind explaining what? Because because that 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 kind of gave me the willies and made me sound well. So uh, and it might give a, a little bit of an explanation to why you talk about what you talk about. That and the exorcist. Exorcism. Yeah, I don't like talking about that. That's, I don't like to give that kind of stuff attention. We did speak uh, the, about that. The, you know, the the, we did, uh, we, we did, the interview went never went out because it, it didn't record. Yeah, good thing. Um, foolish on my part. Oh, the 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 creepy lady and the kid. Yeah, out in the waves. Yeah, that was some spooky shit. Um, so we rented a uh, a beach house in Florida, and it was uh, kind of bougie. Um, we had our own beach, right? And all the other houses had their own beach. It's that kind of thing. I said all the pictures because it was sweet. Um, and it's when the, the Mexican beer was affecting everything. And I was like, well, fuck that. We're going to go on vacation and kiss my ass, right? So we went down there and rented this spot. And uh, it was nice. We were there for a couple weeks, I think. And, um, yeah, so one night, like, the whole time we were down there, at the time of year we were, the ocean, this was on the Atlantic side, was fucking brutal. Like, you couldn't go out too far. It would, the undertow was just pulling. It was dragging things out. Like, it was just dumb. To go to your, like, I am a large, not weak man, and I'm a very strong swimmer. Um, and if I went out to my knees, I mean, I, I, I could in, very quickly become in trouble. Like, the, it, that was a real fear. Like, my kids, you can play up here in the tidal pools, but we're not getting any closer. Um it's just fun to watch, be in the sun, get, you know, it's fun. It's nice. Uh, and I got a shitload of kids, so it worked out. Um, I'll figure out how that keeps happening sooner or later. But, uh, 
Yeah, so I go out one night because I have some fun toys and I bring them with me and I wanted to look. And it was, it was really overcast that night, but I was like, oh, I'll look at the clouds with my night vision because I got, you know, some PVS 14 and some other thermal optics and shit like that. And uh, I was like, this will be fun. And so I'm down there and just kind of enjoying it, looking around, and I put it up. And I look down the beach and this is like the ones where they got like turtles and shit. So there's these big long boardwalks over the dunes, you know, to keep you above it where they nest and do whatever the hell it is they do or tortoises or something. I don't know. They got something. Dumb. But, uh, so there's nobody on the beach, but I look down the beach and there's this woman and her kid and it's blown up and she's, I don't know, 150 yards, maybe more. Um, I'm just kind of looking down there and, and she looks back at me and I'm like, oh, well, um, you know, I don't want to be creepy. So I'm like, oh, I better go back up here. And so walk a little bit further down the beach away from her because, you know, some large, creepy, hairy man out on the beach at night while she's out playing with her kid. And the kid is out in the ocean. And that didn't strike me as weird. But I mean, he's out there. He's out there like chest high. He's diving. He's jumping around. Ain't, I mean, it, it didn't hit me then. But I immediately thought to myself and and reflecting back on it it's easy to analyze the situation i was like man there's nothing about that like that's dangerous and i'm like looking around most of the beach houses aren't rented because everyone's freaking out so it's really just us there's nobody out there um because it's a private area and she's just out there with her kid and i'm like looking and i at this time i turn around and she's still looking at me and i'm like looking at her and this time i'm not going to budge and i look back towards like whatever house she came, none of the lights are on in the house, which doesn't make sense because when it's dark out there, there's not hotels and shit. There's just houses. So when it's dark out there with an overcast sky, it's dark as fuck, right? Like you can see the glow of the city, but around you is just water and stuff. And I had a little red light because I'm a tactical nerd like that. So I can see what's going on, but not blind myself. And I click it off and I keep walking and this bitch is still watching me. And um, her kid is still playing in the ocean. And I, Thinking to myself, I'm like, man, you. I, I remember having the conversation with myself. It's like, listen, you are more than capable of handing some woman and a little kid. This is ridiculous. You're being a giant pussy. Grow up. Uh, and I look back, and now the kid's out of the ocean with her. And around that time, I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> like, everything about this is wrong. The hair on my neck, the hair on my arms is standing up. I, I, I want no part of this. And I click on the white light, and I run my ass back to the house like a little girl. And I tell my wife that I was like, some woman's letting her kid play out there. And she's like, you should go make sure she he's okay. Even I'm like telling her about it. And her first thing, you know, the kid in that ocean is going to get drug away. That shit never even occurred to me. How the hell is the kid out there playing in the fucking ocean? It would drag me out. You know, I'm, I'm a little over six, three, 280 pounds. I'm a fairly athletic man. And, you know, spent most of my life in physical things. Um, Prison. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Only twice. No, uh, <laughs> but I was the bull. Remember that. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, man. I ran back like a little. I, I ran back. Not only did I run back, but I locked all the windows. I locked all the doors. I turned off the fucking light. I, I, I must have checked now? that place like four times. Aren't you mad now that you oh, think that I didn't back pull my it? Glock and see if they'd go down? Well, not only that, just for the experience and get closer, maybe. Because, you know, nobody's ever died from ghosts. I don't think they were ghosts. Things. I think they, they, I don't think that at all. Oh. They were people, man. They were people. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, like, or, or that was a physical. Phys- the only oh, other time you. that I'd felt, and I felt weird going back to that, like when I was at the, at the house now, and it's probably adrenaline and cortisol and all the shit that pumps through your blood, but I'm very accustomed to that. 
That doesn't affect me. I don't have rain in the ears. I don't get tunnel vision. Um, I've specifically had training to dull those things. Like okay. it, it's just, yeah, it's just repeated trauma. Um, so I can think through that 99% of the time. Yeah, it's um, old hat to you. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, like my kid, uh, here's an instance, like my kid when he jumped off and he got a, a four and a half inch gash with a three inch gash V down his name down to the bone. I didn't panic. I didn't freak out. I tied a tourniquet, wrapped it up, threw him over my shoulder, grabbed the other kids. My kids oh, are all trained. To, yeah, my kids wow. are all trained to follow orders. Uh, we went to the hospital and got it stitched up. And if we wouldn't have been there, I'd have fucking stitched it up. That does not bother me. Uh, this lady scared the bejesus out of me. Uh, the kid scared the bejesus out of me because they were both just watching me. Now, that is not normal behavior because I'm a large, scary man. If you're out there with your kid, one, why the fuck is he in the ocean? Two, you're just out there. What? Are you? No one else is out there other than me because I'm an idiot, apparently. Um, yeah. yeah. It's a very, very, that's what, that's what resonated me, with me when you told me that story because it's a very simple story with just, there's no swings and roundabouts to that. To that. There's no no sparkles to it but it is it's literally well, just just it, just a family watching you no it wasn't a, it was just a a woman it was yeah. she was clearly a woman and her kid and she was in uh like like a white shaw throw thing and I, I i it was too far to make it out it was too dark um because the only light really on the beat well there was that's not true there was one past her because it illuminated the back and our light, which flooded out into the dunes to give you that effect. It was near, uh, I'll tell you where we stayed near. We stayed near, I, uh, what I, is man, the oldest I, you, city you, in Florida? You sent me videos of the, of the, yeah. of the sea. Um, yeah. It's, it's so a beautiful, the, yeah. it's a beautiful spot, right? Yeah. yeah. But as a parent, I wouldn't want my kid. Oh, fuck going out. Yeah. Going that'd out. be crazy. Especially right then. Like that was, that was bad. Cause we had storms pushing in the evenings and you're not going to go play in the ocean. When it's, that's dumb. Lee, Lee, were you about to ask something? No, I was just going to say it's it sounds like a very similar story to what you hear about people talking about black eyed kids. Oh fuck yes! It sounds exactly the same thing where people are, are presented with like one or two children on, uh, uh, at the door. They they feel something is wrong and they're scared for no apparent reason. Yeah, I didn't think about that, but you're right. I didn't I mean I didn't see their eyes though. Like they're they're all I saw was silhouettes. Mm. Kids half her height, uh, and there's, I mean, hell, there's no way to gauge height at that distance either. Yeah. Uh, all I could tell is she's silhouetted because it was windy as shit. Because the wave, I mean, the waves were coming in. I mean, they're crashing down. This kid's just jumping on the plane, having a hell of a time. In a and I just, it, and I didn't even follow my own, like, I, I'm very good at analyzing a situation. You know, that's what I do is I take in the metrics that surround me, qualify danger, not danger. And for whatever reason, I was, forcibly making sure that I like, no, I'm a man. I'm a man. I'm a man. And that's the shit that gets people killed. Like that is the dumbest for all the men listening. If your brain ever tells you you're a man, you're fine. Fuck. Don't listen to that. Leave. <laughs> there's, there's, there's not, <laughs> something bad's about to happen to you. Um, but, Wait, uh, but have paranormal researchers passed away from being frightened to death or an experience? Because somebody said that has happened in the chat. I, I don't, I don't know, know enough it, about them. I mean, I it, it must okay. have done. I feel. Was, I feel people must have been in the position where they became so anxious and so <sighs> traumatized by something that their hearts have given in. If they're not, you know, if, was, if they're not prepared to be in that situation, and see that the, the hmm. fear for me is the tell because 
this, this is going to sound very egotistical, and I apologize. It's definitely going to come across that way. But uh, that isn't a very common emotion for me. It is uh, draw a weapon, move forward. Yeah. Right? Like, we're going to solve this fucking problem in a hurry. Because um, I'm never not armed. Um, and I'm, I can use them. Um, that was, I, I ran, dude. I ran, I ran like I was a five year old girl who just saw it. You know what I mean? And, and you just turn the lights out and I got to make it to the bed. Like that's it. I was sprinting, bro. I was sprinting. I was locking the doors. I was locking the windows. I was in almost a panic and I got a hold of myself, but I kept kind of getting up through the night, checking all the lights, making sure nothing internal would show, checking on the outside. Um, and being inside, you know, night vision thermal don't mean shit, but I sure as fuck wasn't about to go back outside. Um, the one trick you do do is if you park your vehicle properly with the right views, you can hit your lock unlock and let that flash give you a good view of the surrounding. It's a good tactical trick uh, for entries and exits and where it is depending on how you park your vehicle. I did that several times because I didn't have to worry about it because nobody else was there. It was just like this is a private I, I, again, I should, Ollie, like you said, you've seen it. It's it's a private area. There's you don't have to worry about shit like that. Um, yeah, that was great. It, it, and afterwards, like reflecting on it, talking about it, my, it reminded me when I was in uh, Austria with the blue eyed girl. Yeah. Which that is on the first, crazy. that's on the first interview. That we it's did. on the first interview. Yeah. Can't yeah. Which still, it. which still like, I still dream of that woman, which is bizarre. But well, uh, boys, we've been going nearly three hours Lee looks like you know he, he needs he, he needs to get his nightcap in. He needs to get his uh, <clears throat> little bit of a whiskey down him. Get 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 his head on the pillow. And, and, and Rich, have you got a show tonight? Yeah, of course. What's it on? Uh, have paranormal UFO researchers passed away from their experiences? Oh, I like that title. Or some, I'll probably change it and make it a little more appealing, like, uh, you know, something like that. But that, we'll be talking about the dangers. Oh, that's what I'll make it, the dangers of re- UFO paranormal research. Dangers of UFO paranormal no? research. No, that's not good. No, 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 no. You know what? Quickly, quickly on that one, one passed away in the UK uh, that was overseas, and I can't remember his name. Um but he had all, apparently loads of black goo. Oh, yeah, his... I remember that. Thank you. I forgot about that guy. He had a whole thing laid and out. He, and... he sent something to his mother and said, if if, I, if anything happens to me, can you? Yeah, he, they thought maybe his girlfriend might have killed him and was in on it. All that stuff. He had everything was neatly organized. This guy yeah, was like really that. amazing. I can't remember his name, but he, yeah. was, he was doing something, and he wasn't really big big on putting videos out or anything like that. He was literally like balls deep doing the research, going out to the to, to the locations, and um, apparently they found him dead, and he had all this stuff like black stuff coming out of his. Oh yeah, nose. that's right. Uh, he they think he ate something. I think, and like his drugs, girlfriend. They said, they think yeah. his girlfriend did it. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting it's story. Worth in, it's worth looking into further, I think. Definitely. So, so you're going to be live in the next two hours? Two hours. Yep. Yep. Goof on radio. Go check it. Check Goof Rich on. out. Goof on. Goof on. I, like, I still like the radio, Rich. I do too, but it is what it is now. You know why I say radio? It's because the intro that I made you says, Goof on radio. I know. I, I like it. 
but it's not a radio show. It's a live stream podcast. It, it it is, but it's radio. If I'm if I'm listening in my car, yeah, I know, <laughs> I know, right? You and, 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 and Lee, Lee, with with your, your new cheaper than therapy show, which which I love, by the way. People go check out Must See Audio. It is in the description along with Goof on. Please go and do that. I want you all to do it. What what's what's coming up next? Um, I watched without, record, without getting me banned. I want to record this is cheap and therapy today. I didn't get a chance, so I'm going to do that tomorrow. So that'll be up tomorrow. Um, I'm going to put the last live stream we did together um, up on Musty Audio over the weekend because I always put them a week a week late. Um, yeah, just more podcasts. If you want more? If you want to listen to my voice more, then go and listen to the podcast. If you don't want to listen to my voice, don't listen to the podcasts. But it, but it, but it is a, a very, very interesting listen. I like yeah. it. And, and as uh, you can see, I'm a fucking absolute trojan of self promotion. <laughs> David, without saying too much, I, can, I, I know, I, I know stuff that's happening. But is it, it you don't want to promote that right now, or would you ever promote it? Or would it be something totally I need different? No promotion. I'm good. Okay. Nope. No problem. Totally no different. I, I, okay. I'm. 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 I need no promotion. I'm. I'm good. That's fine. That's fine. I thought you were going to say that. No worries. No worries. Um, but guys, everyone in the chat, it's been lovely having you here. It's been a great show. I've enjoyed it very much. Dabbling in it. I, I don't think we've got any answers, but we never will. But as long as we keep just prodding it. Every now and again, just give it a little prod. But not too hard, because it might prod back. Good night, God bless, folks. Mind the bugs don't bite. Don't, don't bite? Jesus Christ, I had four cans of beer. Don't bite. I'm Alien Addict. Goof on. Lee from Musty Audio. And Davey. Sometimes he comes on as David. Sometimes he's Dave. <laughs> we don't know who he is. Just some random guy. Good night. Real name is Terrence. Bye. You sound like a Terrence. You are listening to Must Audio.